The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Hey, we got a great episode of UFC Unfiltered. Uh, Alex Ponder joins us in studio for most of the show. We have Anthony Pettis calls in. We have CM Punk calling in. And we do our picks. It's a lot of fun, we hope. Chaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he hurt him again. He's out. This is... UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Oh. I'm sorry, I'm just going over a question because we are um we have CM Punk. Yes. Is calling in very shortly. Ooh. We're calling him Anthony Pettis, we're gonna be talking Ooh. to today. And uh, Alex Ponovic, who's an actor who has been in before. Yep. And I really liked him a lot. He's a big MMA fan and really was a fun guy to talk to. It's, now, his name's spelled. How, how do you pronounce his name? Ponovic or Ponovic? No, the first name. The first Alex. It's, but uh, Alex? A L E K S. He's Canadian. All right, Alex. Yeah, Alex. All right. It's spelled. It's spelled. There's no X, yeah. There's no X in He's the Alex. X. Yeah, I understand. All right. You're I not mean, wrong. Well, we got... All right. We could edit this out, no? No, well, I would. This <laughs> is right, good fucking, stuff. Okay, this is good stuff. It's just... It's like sometimes we get off to a little crawl, and then we get to a little... Uh, then we stand upright. Yeah. And then we then we walk a little bit. I would say we tend get to Get a just, skip? No, I'd say we crawl through most of it. Hold, lock arms, skip? Uh, lock yeah. arms and skip? Um, Me and you? All right, what? I'm going to get CM on the phone. What are you saying? I'm mean, we're talking. What? And then Alex is here, so I'm going to put you right. CM, and then I'll bring Alex. All right. We were just babbling anyway. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's okay to babble. It is okay to babble. You know? It's what we do, Matt. I like your shirt, Jimmy. That you do? Someone, are, you, well, are, you wearing, are you working out? Are you wearing extra tight shirts, Jimmy? What is going on here? Well, I, I look are you bad? juicing? Do I look bad? No, you look strong. I am. You want to feel my muscle? You want to feel my muscle? You look strong, though, Jimmy. What are you doing? Is it creatine? No. Just push Banana flavored hot stuff? CM Punk, what's up, buddy? Oh. Hey. hey. Are, we talking, are we talking about supplements? <laughs> hey, buddy. No, you know what it was? Punk? Jimmy looks so diesel. Hi, CM. I, I look a little better than normal, and I'm wearing a very snug kiss shirt, and Matt was noticing my physique, and he was talking to me about it, and it's I was true. trying to get him to feel my muscle because I'm proud of my physique. Uh, how you doing, buddy? I'm, I'm cold. How are you? Yeah, I guess. Uh, where, where are you now? You in Milwaukee? Uh, I am currently, yes. And uh, yeah, this is a shitty time to be in the Midwest. Uh, do you ever regret not training down in Florida or maybe with uh, out in Sacramento? Yeah, every day, every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, now, are you uh, there full-time year-round, or are you kind of taking a little leave here and there, or are you in full-time training now? 
No, I, I bounce back and forth. I got, I got so many irons in a fire right now. So I'm like, when I'm when I'm not traveling or working on something else, uh, I'm I'm here. You know, I uh, I got to spackle and paint uh, a new condo too. As soon as I done training today, so yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not full time in Milwaukee, but uh, I'd say 75 percent of my time spent here. Oh, uh, nice! You and your wife got a new place. Yes. Yes, we did. Very nice. And you're a handyman. You're able to do that. All the uh, the no, <laughs> not not at all, not at all. I I'm, I can't hammer a CM. I swear to you. I said it before. I cannot hammer a nail. I am so unmanly. I can't hang a picture. I am. I'm really just. I'm not suited for much. But let me ask you something, CM. I, I'm sure you're getting asked it a lot. Are you gonna? Are you looking to fight again? Are you hanging up the gloves? I mean, talk to me. Oh God, I don't know. Um, I, I haven't really uh, put much thought to it. Uh, Duke asked me yesterday. He's like, "Hey, if they called you, would you fight again?" And my answer was yes. Uh, but you know, it, it's a situational thing, I suppose. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. That, that's a. It's a. It's a good question. I, I thought mm. you'd ask me that. I, I didn't have a prepared answer for you. I apologize. No problem. No, it's honest. And, and I. And I also want to ask you, because I know you're into this stuff like myself. Did you see the Spider-Verse with Spider-Man? You see that movie? Unfortunately, I haven't seen it yet. I'm kind of weird when it comes to uh, animation. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's real strange. And I've heard just the universal praise for it, uh, but I still haven't gone to see it. Okay, because I knew you were into comic books. So I'm sure you're looking looking forward to Endgame, because I'm sure you've seen Infinity War. Very much so, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is about the animation thing. I don't know. If there's like a disconnect there for me. I'm not into anime. I'm sure there's people out there that'll crucify me for that. Yeah. But it's just, it's just one of those things, you know. I'm not into it. Well, it's interesting, just because a comic book is is drawings and an animation. You'd think that'd be the logical. But maybe you like seeing the the comic books brought to real life. I don't know. I don't know. I. Maybe a psychologist could explain that to me. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a weird dude. Hey, are you surprised too? Like I, I you know, your name comes up a lot because there's a you know the, between WWE and UFC, there's been quite a crossover now, and, and some big stars. I mean, you were a huge star in WWE. You were a big pay per view draw when you came over to UFC. Brock Lesnar. Now Ronda has gone the other way and went back. I mean, are you surprised at kind of the uh, the the increasing crossover? No, I, I don't. I'm not surprised at it. Um, I, I think you know, in a lot of respects, uh, people who work for WWE and fighters in the UFC are in the same business, you know. And there's different there's different levels, and some people say it's a it's a fight game. Uh, you know, Duke always says it's it's entertainment. You know, it's not necessarily who who's the best fighter fighting. You know, the best fighter. I mean, look at the ranking system. That thing's that's just a mess, you know what I mean? Um, but if you can get an entertaining fight, you guys, not even so much just talking trash, just somebody who's interested in, in fighting somebody else. Like if they're big names, like those are the names that, uh, get the eyeballs or that, that gets everybody's attention. Well, did you feel like, you know, cause obviously you were a big name coming in. It was your first fight against Mickey Gall. Did you feel additional pressure? Not only is it your first UFC fight, but I mean, you're kind of coming in pretty high up on the card because you are who you are. So there's a lot of pressure added to that. I didn't feel any pressure with that. Um, you know, I, I guess I'm one of the few that, that crossed over. So like I've seen both sides and, you know, I, I understand all criticism levied against me about being on a pay-per-view, 
but I've always said like, well, put me, I'll, I'll fight first on the prelims. I never gave a shit. You sure, know what I mean? Yeah. And when I, when I was in WWE, you know, you, you start off coveting like that main event spot. And then you quickly realize, man, you know, the spot on the card to be is like right before intermission. So you can just like shower up and chill and people just saw you. So then they walk the concourse, maybe they'll buy your merchandise and you can just kind of chill the rest of the night or leave early. You know I mean? So it's, I, you know, I, I didn't really feel the pressure, so to speak. I, I, the pressure to win, yeah, but not pressure just because I was on a, a pay-per-view, not a free win. Okay. Now, your first fight in the UFC obviously didn't go the way you wanted, but the second fight you did get some more time in there. So, I mean, do you feel, the real question is, do you feel like you're, you, you, your thirst is quenched? Wait. Did I say that right? Yes. Yeah, you did. If you did, you are you still like hungry for to, to feel that, or did you did you get that out in your second fight? Um, no, I don't think I got it out. I don't know if you ever really do. I mean, if you're if you like doing something and you're passionate about it, I, I don't know if it ever truly leaves. And as I say that, I realize, wow, I used to really love pro wrestling, and that completely fizzled out. So, yeah. um, contradicting myself with my answer, but no. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't want to say what the future holds, but obviously, like I, you know, I don't want to be one of those guys that's just like chasing a W if it's not really realistic. But you know, you could you could deconstruct that last fight of mine, and I, I could always tell you that I better than I showed, if that makes any sense. Sure. Oh, hey, cool. and Dana really criticized Mike Jackson after that. Um, did you feel that there was a criticism that he should have given him? Do you, do you feel that he didn't fight you properly or that he could have put you away faster? How did you feel about that? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what the, the real criticism was. Um, I, you know, I, I, I don't know. What's the criticism that I'm a, that I'm a scrub and he should have beat me and he was like talking with me or like, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I didn't really pay attention to that. No, I, I don't think it was that you were a scrub. I, I don't think it was of... Uh, saying that you were a bad fighter or, or shitting on you, just that he was in a position at one point of of uh, doing more damage and just didn't do it. I, I don't think it was a criticism of you as an overall fighter, just in a, in a moment where Mike Jackson had that position and didn't do what he should have done in that position. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know what was going through Mike Jackson's mind. I mean, I, I know I was... I was fighting, you know what I mean? And I, I was doing what I could to get from underneath. And I, I was rocked in the first round. And I know I look back at that second round and I'm like, man, I, I, I stayed in like closed guard for too long. I should have tried more shit. Yeah. You know what, man? I think a lot. And, uh, I, I don't, uh, I don't agree with a lot of that criticism of Mike Jackson, even though I know Dana was mad. Uh, I, I feel that, you don't know how you're gonna. I mean, I mean, I think it was his antics in there. He had a little show. Either it was showboating, acting yeah. a little weird. But you know, that could be anxiety. You could. It's just he's fighting in front of a lot of people, man. He's fighting you, and you're a big name. So I think if he was acting a little odd in there, you might have to chalk that up as a dude that's winning his second time in the biggest show on the on the planet. And uh, the first time he got smoked, now he's in there with you. You know what I mean? So I could look. I could chalk that up as this guy just. Being on the, over uh, under a, a magnifying glass and and just being a little weird in there, you know what I mean? Uh, but hey, man. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Like I've never, I've never criticized, <laughs> I've never criticized Mike. You know what I mean? Yeah. He got the win. He did what he was supposed to do. What am I going to say about it? 
And uh, the reason you're calling in, too, is you are, uh, you're doing, actually, you're commentating for uh, Cage Fury Fighting Championships. You're a color commentator. Now, let me, I wanted to know, when you go to do something like this, is this your first time you've ever commentated? No. Um, this will, coming up on the 16th, this will be my second CFFC, and I've, I, I guess you could call it, I've done commentary on a, a whole array of different sports stuff, the fake stuff and the real stuff. Now, is it hard to do? Because I, I always, it look, it sounds easy, but it's really not because when you're, when you're watching something and you're not hearing anything and you're the voice, it seems like there's a lot of pressure to not identify, uh, you know, something wrong or not to misidentify a move or, you know, it seems like I, I would be terrified of fucking that up. Well, I, I, I think you're only as good as your preparation. You know what I mean? And I, I, I prepare and you know, my partner, Mike Gill, he, I think he prepared more than I did. Honestly, you know, I thought he was great. I know some people criticize him and stuff like that, but you got to realize that he's not an MMA guy and I'm there be, to, to, to call the action. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm there to explain stuff. Uh, and I like that the repertoire me and him have because sure. he can literally go, okay, what's going on here? You know, what, what's, what's up with this Phil? you know, and I can just, call it like I see it um, but I, I was way more nervous doing commentary uh, for these guys fighting than I was in either of my fights like legit like sure. I felt like it was my job to do right by these guys and I know how hard they prepared and I know how hard it is to get in there and fight uh, and I just didn't want to disrespect or you know do them a disservice by you know calling something wrong pronouncing the name wrong sure. saying them from the wrong city I was freaking out yeah, I mean, it's going to happen from, from time to time as well. You're going to make a mistake. Now, you said they're criticizing your friend because he'll, or the, sorry, your friend, the guy you work with, who will ask a question. But that seems like almost like Uriah Faber and Snoop Dogg when they did that thing. And Snoop kind of acted as the voice of people who were watching. So sometimes if one of the announcers like, what is this? There's a lot of people who probably really want to know what that is. So th that's not a, a bad thing to have somebody going, hey, what is that move called? Because you don't want to take for granted that everybody watching knows every single thing that's happening. Right, and that's kind of the responsibility I take into doing the commentary for CFFC. Like, I, I, I picture somebody maybe just tuning in um, based on my name. Oh, Punk's commentating. I like Punk. I'll watch it. And so, you know, I, I feel a responsibility uh, to the fighters and to the organization to explain everything and not just assume that everybody knows what a Goga Plata is or, you know, a Peruvian necktie, you know, like I, I, I enjoy breaking it down and kind of explaining it to people. You do enjoy it. You do it. Now, did you have to audition for that? Like, did they put a random fight on and say, okay, just uh, be the commentator for this and we'll see what you have to say and how you do. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. That was, that was the best part. Uh, yeah. Dave Schaller, friend of mine, um, he's involved with CFFC now, just called me up one day and was like, hey, I want you to do commentary for me. And I said, okay. Wow. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. They run a nice show, though, for a smaller organization. They, they, they're one of the ones, because I cornered there before. It's on Fight Pass, right? Yes. Yes. 8.30 p.m. Yeah. Eastern Time on February 16th, Jimmy. Okay. Okay. See how I see that? I did my preparation. You did? Yeah. No, I didn't. They, it's up uh, on the run screen. A great, they run a great show, man. They got the, the lights and the production, and, and everything is on point. So when you watch it on Fight Pass, I mean, it, it feels like you're watching a UFC. It's just a smaller venue, you know, less people, but the enthusiasm's there. Now, have you made any mistakes like th that you look back on and go, oh, shit, I should have done that fight a little bit better? Um, 
I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I don't I don't recall any uh, mistakes that I, I felt bad about. I felt bad about uh, constantly asking the fighters before the fights, like how do you pronounce your name? Like there was a, there was man, there was some Russians and some Brazilians, and I was just like really nervous. I don't want to screw your name up. <laughs> I don't want to be the dick who pronounces your name wrong. So. That's so me. I was following guys around uh, for days, just saying, "Pronounce your name one more time for me. Pronounce it. Pronounce it." No, that's cur- that that's respectful. Annoying. Hey, isn't there something they have? I think the UFC has this, where there's a thing you can, a button you can push where you can hear the name pronounced by the fighter. Like Yoanny and Jacek, they did a whole thing with her, uh, and, and there's a way to find out what with the fighter pronouncing their name, and you can obviously just write it out phonetically. I need that. Oh, that's yeah. That's a, that's above our pay grade. I think. Oh, that's okay. The that's the that's the difference between UFC and CFFC. I don't have a I don't have a pronunciation button. UFC it gets a pronunciation. UFC gets a pronunciation button, and you get go ask him. He's right there. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I always wonder how Bruce Buffer did it because Bruce Buffer not only gets the names right, he does it without staring at his paper, and he gets the towns right, like where they're from. So I guess that he. I think he said he just writes it out phonetically. He's got to, and then it's just experience, right? He's done it for so long, and I mean, I, you know, that'd be a good question. I should ask him that, like, if he ever gets nervous about pronouncing somebody's name wrong. Yeah, I've seen little mistakes he's made, not many, and it is what it is. Now, is this something you want to do full-time as an announcer? Like, are you liking it so much that you're like, shit, I can see this? Because you see guys who are fighting, like Cormier, Dominic Cruz, these active, Paul Felder, guys going out and doing commentating, and I, and I think that it's really good who guys who have fought are doing it, because that's who you want to hear from, guys that have been in there before. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it lends a credence to the voice. Um, Dominic Cruz is amazing. Amazing. Cormier is amazing. Yeah, Felder, amazing. You know, and I think their experience in the cage, you know, lends a credence to when they're when they're calling the fights. I love it. Um, and yeah, you know, full time. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if anybody wants to uh, invite me to do some commentary on your shows. You know, hit me up. I would love to do it. Uh, I'm I'm having the time of my life, honestly. Like I I, I absolutely adore CFFC top-notch promotion everybody there was nice everybody there was cool fighters uh backstage production owners everybody sponsors everybody was lovely so i yeah i had the time of my life i would i would be a fool to not say i want to do that more now is, is your wife still involved with wwe i know that she's a huge star in that regard no 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 she she left about a year after i did and which is i don't know maybe four years ago now for her so are you guys kind of just having a lot of time to spend together? Like, you know, I mean, or is she doing something else? Because, I mean, you were busy, obviously, training. But now that you're, you're more commentator, are you guys finding a little bit more time just to kind of go out and do shit you want to do? Yeah. Yeah, we uh, we get to hang out a lot more. <laughs> and that, I think that was one of the, the big reasons uh, for the both of us leaving in the first place. But, yeah, she's a writer, um, so she's always hard at work. But she works from home, you know, and then I, I, I get to travel every once and again. And uh, I, I get to train, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a good life. And then we get to hang out with each other. When we're sick of each other, we don't got to be in each other's faces. I'll go to the gym and she'll go to her office. Now you have uh, a condo you just bought. Now you said you're going to spackle and paint. Now here's the, is it a fixer upper or is it just need a coat of paint? No, it's not a fixer upper. I don't even want to paint it. My wife wants to paint it. So I got to paint it, you know, that's <laughs> the way it is. And you don't want to hire someone to do that? I mean, maybe me. I'm a, I'm a beta male in real life and in the home. I, I don't do anything physical. Uh, but obviously, you're qualified. You don't want to just hire someone to do it? No, it's, uh, it's, it's not that 
big of a, uh, a condo, you know, like it's not a big deal to me. Like I, and I don't want people in my house, you know what I mean? Really? So if I can do stuff. Yeah, oh yeah. I, uh, yeah. People bother me, you know? So if I can, if I can do anything, um, but I, you know, I, I can't fix the toilet, you know what right. I mean? So hopefully the toilet's work. But yeah, I don't, I don't mind painting it. Uh, I hired people to paint my house in Chicago one time, and that turned into a giant clusterfuck. So I'm, 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 I'm scared now. So do you look like one of the fucking most boggling things to me is Airbnb? I'm like, how the fuck does anybody let anyone come and stay in their house? That would make me crazy. It's weird. Yeah, if there's a house you live in, yeah, completely weird, right? <laughs> like you'd want to take a, you want to take like a black light and then a blowtorch to everything after the people leave, right? It's very similar to what I said the other day. You don't know what's going on in that room. It's, it's you know. Well, neither do they before I yeah. left it. <laughs> That's true, well, I tell you, but What about the other perspective? If I get an Airbnb somewhere, how do I know that these people don't got cameras in the toilet? Or you know what I mean? Yes. Like, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a weird, paranoid dude like that. No. Like, I just be freaked out. A hundred percent. And I feel the same way. Now, CM, are you training? Are you training now or no? Currently? Yeah, I'm sitting. I'm I'm in the car in the the, the, the parking lot of the gym right now. I'm, as soon as as soon as we're done here, I'm uh, I'm gonna go throw the gi on. So, oh, I like that a lot. I was about to ask you that. What is now? What is your preference? Now you have to train one thing. I I mean, I, I'm sure you like everything, but you have to hit the tie pads. It's, let's say kickboxing, boxing, or jujitsu. What's your What's your go to? What do you enjoy the most? I like gi. And it, it changes. I'm sure you understand like that. that. Like, it, like you that. go through phases. You know what I mean? And like, uh, but for me right now, it's it's gi. You know oh what I mean? man! Because it's like if you're ever, can, yeah. I was oh gonna, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll come. Trust me. I'll come. I'll come see you. Yes, it's, it's only 100%. a matter of time. You'll, you'll see me. You'll see me. Oh, that's great, man. But yeah, I, just, I love I just, that. I just love the gi. Yeah, I, I love it. it. There's something about it. And like, you know, it's like when I train we do pro practice or sparring I'm, I'm training with fighters and stuff like that but I just there's a there's a different kind of training when you you can train with civilians who are doing it for fitness you can yeah. train with people who just do jujitsu competition so like the the varying degrees of uh, like skill level and and everything in a gi class I just I'm, I'm I'm so in love with it yes I'm right there with you man I don't know if it's my age or anything with that because a lot of the younger guys just love the no gi and they love the leg locks, which is awesome. I, I, I see it. I, they're having such a good time. But they're fighting, though. It's, gi is more practical in real life. You're not going to get attacked by a guy on the subway wearing no shirt. He's going to have clothes on. Well, you never know. It could be. <laughs> at the same time, though, you don't want to look for a gi that's not there. So I, it's important to do both, to know both. You know what I mean? Right. But uh, I never once looked for a collar that wasn't there. In other words, I know that you could easily change the collar to the neck and whatnot. You can. But, but it is a lot of fun, though, Jimmy. Yeah, it seems like yeah, it. You're going to get started any day Yes, now. I will. I Wait. I'm getting in shape. All right, Punk. Good talking to you, man. And uh, hey, when you're in New York, uh, come in and see us, and then come see us on my on the radio show too. I would love to get your opinion on Sam Roberts' shitty beard. We've all had enough of it. That's awesome. He has a beard now. Thank you. That's exactly the response that deserved. He, he looks like a muppet. I haven't. <laughs> he looks like a muppet. I haven't heard that guy's name. I haven't heard that guy's name in a long time. I'm. I. I thought he was dead. And I'll be honest with you. <laughs> oh, that's fucking great. That's Jimmy's partner in the radio. <laughs> that's oh, great. the joy you just brought every. Everyone. You got to right, play that for him. I will. Looking forward to seeing you again, man. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate it. Take right. care. Take care, Take buddy. care, punk. Now, I sh <laughs> that was fucking great. You should play that for oh, him. Oh, I will. I, can you get a copy of that? Yeah. That would make me yes. so happy. Make sure you play that for him. I think I that's phenomenal. Dead. I thought he was dead. 
guys are fucking that is hysterical uh what else was i gonna say jimmy because you could read my mind uh you were gonna say hey i thought we had a guest christian producer J- get jimmy some more coffee yeah, where is that guy oh, he's gonna- uh he's outside i'm gonna grab him right now why jimmy, did you bring you him killed that that coffee jimmy yeah it was um i love training with the key too i'm so i'm dying that i can't train right now jimmy i know it's hard right it's, bo- it's, it's bothering me man I, oh, by the way, I started that thing calling him CM, and then he's calling himself Punk, and you're calling him Punk. Yeah, I, call him I didn't want to stop halfway through and call him Punk. So for now, I'll call him Punk. I don't know. Does anybody call him CM? Yeah. It's fucking weird. Let me, uh, let me just give the, the full plug, though, by the way. CFFC 72 yes. streams live on UFC Fight Pass, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, February 16th. CM or Punk will be doing commentary. What up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's Pull Up Podcast. Very special mini post-Game 7 episode of Pull Up. An epic Game 7 in Denver. 37 points back-to-back essentially close-out buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. How do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph. And a lot of transition. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to... Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for a free. You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price plus Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value, free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. I want to sing that Sunflower song from the Spider-Verse, but I can't because they're going to rip oh, they'll they'll take it Yeah, it's a show. shame. Wow. Only because it's copyrighted, you know? Yeah. Keep her in check. It's such a good song. Hey, man, what's up, bro? How are you, man? Oh, he's gonna take. I like that you were taking the, the you were taking Christopher Deuce's seat. We'd be very, we'd be very happy if you did. Good to see you again. Really nice to meet you. I wasn't. Christopher Deuce thinks I am fucking shot because he keeps insisting that I met you and you were in. And I'm like, dude, I wasn't. I don't remember. No, you were. And now here. I'm thinking I'm shot. And just because there was another bald fat guy, Bob Kelly, here, and he thought that was me, <laughs> you fuck. Well, I know. I remember, I'm sorry. I love Bob Kelly. I remember that though. Alex was in, I, so I just assumed you were here. But right, you were right. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah, you, I, would, I was really disappointed, man. I wanted to meet the champ, and it didn't happen. Man, nice to I meet you. I had to talk to this fucking guy. I know. It really was strange. <laughs> I kept going, please, Alex, and he just wouldn't look at me. <laughs> you guys know each other for a long time? Or no, no. no just oh, you met <laughs> we, we, had, we, had a, we had a wicked time. It was awesome. Yeah. 
I can't believe you were Winter in the, uh, the was it the Planet of the Apes? Which one was yeah, it called? Yeah, yeah, it was Winter. Uh, War for the Planet of the Apes. You were, yeah. a, I don't want to give it away. You were the turncoat. I was the turncoat. It's a good movie, man. It's a, gr- it's a great movie. But I, check this out. Like I just talked about it the other day. I, a friend of mine invited me to, uh, a couple years ago, right when the film came out, to the Veterans Day Parade. And I was like, what an honor to come to the Veterans Day Parade in New York. And, and he got me on the float. And it was the, flo- uh, the Purple Heart float. And I'm like, this is what an honor. And I go up there. But, you know, when you get the invite and you get super excited, then you're in the presence of it. And you're like, the fuck am I doing here? Right. I did nothing. And not only that, I'm the turncoat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're the Benedict Arnold. Yeah, you know, I'm like, I, I, don't, I, I shouldn't be up here. And then, and, you know, as people are waving, you start waving. Then you're like, wait a second, man. That's not for me. They're not waving at me. No, I had to like, I had to give tribute to the guys on, on the, on the, weird, on the that's, float. That's a weird position. For it you, was. Man. And they didn't one. realize it until I was in it. And then it was just like giving tribute to them. So that's what was cool. Yeah. But I'm freezing here. And these guys are like vets. And yeah. I'm, I'm like, oh, it was really cool. And I was like, oh, you guys got a glove? And they're like, you pussy. Like, What's your name? Winter on the show. The shit I went went through, you prick. But that was a good movie, man. I was so I was so surprised. I wasn't. I like the first one. This was the sequel, I believe. Well, there's three. Yeah, yeah. This was the third. This was the third one. This was the final chapter. And I enjoyed the first one and the second one. I don't know if I watched too much of, but I love this one. I caught it on a flight, and I was just. It's the one with Woody Harrison. Yeah, 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 so good. You saw it, Christopher Dusa? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, it's, I never saw it. No, Jimmy, doesn't. these are—they're not what you think. It's—it's it's like a. Uh, so thinking means. I saw the Jimmy. first one and I loved it. I was yeah. watching the other two. I yeah. just haven't. It was and great. And I think I think the trilogy it just really wrapped up the trilogy really well. And and the coolest thing is like we went to Ape Camp for like for like a month, which was hilarious because the first thing you're going to think of is you know the the physicality of it, but yeah. it was mostly the emotionality of the first week of like you got to get rid of all your insecurities, you got to get rid of all indication and just be walk like an ape. It, well, yeah, but it was about the starting at the center emotionally wise, and and it, it was it was just dope. And Andy Circus. Hey. It was awesome. I oh. think he's the one. I th- I've interviewed him. I believe he's the one who played Caesar. My yeah, pr- my precious. That's him. Yeah, yeah. that's him. He played Gollum. He's yeah, really good. Oh, and uh, I think he was telling us uh, on the other show about uh, going to ape camp. And he said one of the weird things is you you can't think like a person. Like he goes, if you if an ape is walking and like you're walking by a cliff, there's a certain way like a person it, would look over that an ape won't. Right. Like, it's just it's a different. It's an indication thing. Like we would immediately go, okay, what what the hell am I gonna fall there? But they just put they just know their bodies. They put the whole the whole presence there and then they move away there's no like weird shit about it's it. harder to do than people would think yeah right? absolutely i seen a video of i don't know where the hell this was <laughs> but it was these apes walking around like they were like monkeys but and it was these guys watching like some tourists or whatever they are oh and one of them does the noise like ooh, 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 ooh. and this mother the ape thought he was trying to alpha him or something attacked this just started just effing him up it was dude and his friends. The guy didn't. It was bad. You ever see this? No, I didn't see. I don't this. know where I could find it, but it was oh, just. Oh, you gotta find it. it, it now. Oh, 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 guy attacked. <laughs> it was crazy. It was so crazy, man. Because the guy, they because the guy, the apes were walking by and nothing was going on, and these guys were watching. And one of the one of the guys did the oh, oh, and he did like a noise at him. And the ape looked at him like, "You serious? You fucking? You saying that to me? Mm-hmm. There's a How video, dare you? There's a video too of a, a girl. Vicious, look for, vicious. Look for girl zoo ape. No, don't do nothing with girls. No, 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 it's not bad. No, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no, 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 it's not bad. It's but like whenever you do that shit, uh, they don't care. That like she didn't do anything. She didn't get attacked. But can you find that on the uh, uh, big screen? Yeah, yeah. I'm just did, looking. Did you see the one? Did you see the one where the 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 uh, gorilla just like throws a pile of shit? 
at at the at the people and then just like gets in this woman's face. Oh, oh, it was hilarious. She's like, "Fuck you." That's fucking actually great. You know that one. That one's a funny one. Yeah, dude. You can't find it. I'm looking on here. Yeah, there's a bunch of different ones. It's not a broken glass it, one, right? Yeah, it is. How there's long? Zoo, there's zoo, it looks like the glass cracks a little bit. Okay. The thing cracks long, the glass. How long was the gorilla cam? Oh, it was like it was like a month, man. And and the thing is, circus. Our graduation, our graduation from ape yeah. camp was circus taking us out in the environment. So we went to walk trails, and there's normal people like walking their dog and stuff. And we had these arm extenders that were built for us, and we couldn't break character for an hour. That was our whole thing. So we're literally some lady. walking by. People are walking dogs. And we're like, <laughs> and just going right past them. They're like, what the? F-? There's like nine of us. What if you can't make the noise right? <laughs> I would not be able to make the noise. Every, everyone's got a different way to make they it. They do, it right? Pretty, yeah. Yeah. It was, pretty, it was pretty interesting, some of the people that were coming out with. And he's, he's really good at it. Oh, my God, dude. And he's, he's qualified to, to train. To yeah. train you guys. How oh to yeah, do that. yeah. But uh, Terry Norty was the guy that really kind of developed everybody from the, from day one. It was great. It was. Is this it? Yeah, uh, I believe it so. Could be right. I'm yeah, sure. it's. Uh, oh my god, I, I hate when they're news stories. Uh, no, yeah, this is it. Okay. Watch oh, the little girl. She's in a zoo. See, she's beating her chest. Oh, yeah. You can see oh, she, yeah. she beat her chest. Oh, whoa! <laughs> and she she's in the gla- the reflection in a zoo. And watch, you can see her. See, watch it there. She. Hits yeah, her yeah, chest. yeah. And he's little, like, fuck she's like 10, you. And he's. But uh, wow. yeah, they don't play games with that stuff. Did Silver you, back, oh, did you see the gorilla run. fight? <laughs> have, you seen, have, have you yeah. seen the gorilla fight? Two gorillas no. fighting? Oh, that's a killer one, man. Yeah. Hey, type in the kid, the guy the guy imitating the gorilla, gorilla though. Does that man come imitates gorilla. And gets attack. effed up. Yeah, oh, that's a good one. You've done this a lot, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, you just got to go basic <laughs> words. Imitate, attack, right, ape. Right, right. Uh, it's from like a distance. That's I could talk right. apes all day. Did you ever see <laughs> the one where bit, they brought yeah. the baby gorilla back into the wild? They had to, I forget how they had it. His family might have been killed, but they were trying to give this baby gorilla back to wild gorillas in the... Was it when he gets on the cage and he, and he hugs her? And no, no, this is where he has to hold the baby out. And the oh. fucking silverback comes and snatches. Wow! The gorilla, and he didn't know if he was going to be killed. Wow! Because he was holding a baby yeah, gorilla. Yeah, yeah. So he said, "This thing might kill me." And th- but he, he gave it back, and they the apes kind of understood that he wasn't doing anything fucked Keep up. Keep going back. Let's see. Nothing else. <coughs> no. really coming up. All I can right, look at my computer. I'll see. If- yeah, find right. gorilla snatches baby back. We could do this all day. People <laughs> play along at home. You have to see on <laughs> one it? more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But it's a long thing. Just get to the part. The basic thing is they had a fucking baby gorilla. They had to bring it back, and he didn't know if he was going to be killed by right. this gorilla. And he's standing there in the what? A, what a crazy situation to be in. Yeah, like you do it. No, no, you do it. Yeah, you. Bring no, it you back. do it. Throw it. And they also <laughs> didn't know if he would kill the. You know, the gorilla would kill the. You know, they're fucking. Yeah. They're wild animals. Alex, used the boxes. Is what I'm yeah. over here. Yeah, box for a long time. Yeah, I had three generations of boxes in my family. 1999 Pan American. Yeah, well, well, the pre-Pan American games just just gearing up for it, and my in shoulder Miami? came out. No, in uh, Winnipeg, Manitoba, oh, my hometown. It's weird yeah. with the pan the Pan American games. They yeah. Could be, it, they're not all there, because I did the jiu-jitsu Pan Americans 1999 in Miami, but that's not the same shit. Yeah, as, no, it's not the same. I guess they're no. all over the place. Yeah, it's not but like you did the jiu-jitsu thing. tournament. This was the games, right? Yeah, it was the Pan American 1990. It was the night. It was in Miami. It was this 1999. Was the same year of uh, Will Smith came out that song. That's how I remember. Miami. Welcome <laughs> to Miami. Because all my friends were singing it, and we'd go out. It was a good time, Jimmy. I hated that song. It was a good time, Jimmy. <laughs> I'm a Fresh Prince guy from way back, though. <laughs> I mean, the world. It was the time. 
time, though. It was, <laughs> it was. It was. And he was hot. And you're he in was Miami. Hot. Alex, that's all. You're a big dude, too. I'm, yeah, I'm 6'5". You are 6'5". Yeah, I, never had, I never had to, like, make weight. Really, because it was everything. Amateurs are everything like 201 pounds and up. Yeah, it's a super heavyweight division. So, what do you walk around at? I, I, I'm right now. I'm like 270. So now, would you? Did you take MMA as well? No, I, I've, I've done a little bit of it, and one of my best buds is Josh Barnett, and and he's like oh, one of the okay. best. I know Josh. And uh, so, like, he showed me a little. I, I just not. I'm not you versed around in it. Jujitsu at all? He I, does the catch wrestling. Yeah, he does catch, but I've I've rolled a little bit. But yeah. I'm more of a stand up guy, and yeah. I well, you got appreciate, the reach. Yeah, yeah. and I pre- I'm a southpaw too. Oh. But and I appreciate the sport like immensely. Anybody that that does that and the science of it, and it was it's it's a beautiful. You're you're you watch, one of the best. Oh, come you're on, one of the man. Best. But you watch you, you so you watch like regularly? Or? All the time. Oh, All the time. Awesome, yeah. I'm a man. huge fan. Huge you're fan. We're definitely gonna go over the fight card. Yeah, I would love that. We got I'm, Anthony Pettis calling in too. He's, oh nice. Yeah, yeah, he's fighting. When's he fighting Wonderboy? Uh that's the twenty third in Nashville. We okay. have him at one thirty. I don't know how long you have to hang out. You're more than No, I'm time. I'm good yeah. to hang out, man. You know about that fight with Wonderboy versus uh uh, Anthony Pettis going no, up. no, I didn't know that. That's a wild fight. Uh, uh, Wonderboy Thompson's fighting uh, oh, yeah. Anthony Pettis. So different weight classes. Wonderboy at welterweight and, and Pettis at lightweight. Who even went down to forty five at one point. Yeah. So it's a great fight. I mean, difference. Styles make make that fights, is, and that's, that's right. a great fight. That's a so is so is that one we're going to probably talk Whitaker Gaslam. Yeah. Ooh. What do you think of that? Well, man, like I I I really love. I think I think. Gaslam's smooth. I think he's a really smooth boxer. I think he he moves really well. He's fluid, and I really love Whitaker. But he and I mean the fight against Yol was just phenomenal. He had, he had such a great fight. Um, I think he's a little bit more stiff, and I think Gaslam his flow of punches is really great. I mean what he did with Bisbee and how he just took Bisbee apart. It was but Bisbee came back like that was right after. Another yeah, fight. Weeks, I think after the yeah, that fight, yeah. that was tough. But He's he was right in the pocket people. for that left He's hook. Whitaker's people. also. We talked to him. And he had a broken thumb in round one again. It, it, thumb it, that's right. Whit- uh, you all. Yeah. So he but he five his, rounds. Wasn't his leg too jacked? Yeah. In that fight or the first? Or fight? the first fight, his leg was jacked. Yeah. yeah. So he's a tough fucker, man. Yeah, it's really hard to pick anyone against Whitaker. You know who else is jacked? Is Yoel who had the fight? Oh my god. Yeah, that thumb messed up versus. Freaking jacked Yoel, yeah. Yoel is so much fun to watch. That like he lulls you in this like that like. It's so weird how he's just like like a boring fighter, and then he explodes into the things that he does. Explosions, so strong. He had orbital injuries. He back like is is his. uh, I mean, I don't think he. I'm sure he's back to training now, but he doesn't have anything lined up. Uh, They were. Supposed to be it was supposed to be him versus Paulo Costa, which would be an unbelievable fight. Oh, that wow. would be a great fight. But he wasn't ready for that, so I don't know if they're trying to put that back together. Is Costa hurt too? No, I think he's just waiting for a matchup. Yeah. What do you Kel think of uh, power, man. who's that? Are you out? Yeah. Kel, uh, oh, Costa. Yeah. Uh, Kelvin. Oh, Kelvin. Kelvin yes, yeah. he does. I mean, but his, even just, with Weidman, like Weidman took him out. Yeah. But he did hit him with that left but, hand. And his, shit. I feel. I feel like like the. His distribution of power is phenomenal. Just the way he throws his punches is really, it's schooled, and I really love that. And he's hard to finish on the floor. I mean, Chris got him, but from the back, he's hard to finish. Yeah. He's good at reversing, right. hitting on That's top. That's right. So I, I can't see either guy getting held down. Like, yeah, no, I mean, I, probably not. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I mean, it's kind of an easy thing to say about this not going the distance, but I really can't really see this going. But they're both got great chins, too. They do have good chins. So, yes. I don't know, man. So it actually, That's and, a and great I, fight. Yeah, Whitaker has gone the distance. I mean, the last two fights, he's fought 10 straight rounds with Romero. Yeah. yeah. Who did he beat right before Romero, too? Was it, uh, I forget uh, who he, I think it, I might have, oh, ja, uh, Jacques Brunson or Jacques Ray? Let me see. I think he beat Brunson. I just don't remember the order. 
Yeah. Um, I, I, it's, it's either Jacare or Brunson. I'm looking right now. Let me see. Um, it was... He's ranching Jacare some was really good yeah. fighters. So it was and Brunson, Jacques, yeah, Jacare's great. Yeah, Brunson, Jacare, and then the two Romero fights. And he really beat up Jacare. Like, I, I don't think I've seen Jacare get beat, beat up like what was that. The, how, did he, how did he beat him? Was, did he, was it day a decision or was it... Uh, think, no, no, he had kick and, and knocked him yeah, out. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and he took... And he, well, but yeah, again, like you said, style make, styles make fights. Like, Jacare couldn't get him down and hold him down. That's right. So, and that same thing with Yoel. He couldn't hold him down. No, he couldn't take him down. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he's got like really good takedown defense. And, and I don't... They're not going to go down. I don't they, think these two, look, these two are going to throw. For that takedown. Yeah. And he is calm when he does look to... And he, and he, when he pursues somebody on his feet, I mean, he's got that. He's got that calmness, and then he explodes with that left. When, when he was in the contender, did he fight up a division? Because because he wasn't like he did great. I thought he was phenomenal, in the, and he won it. Right? He, he beat uh, Uriah Hall, right? Yes. In, yeah. Uh, in no. tough. Yeah. 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 In yeah. tough. Right. And and he didn't have a chance against Uriah Hall. And and Uriah Hall, I feel like, didn't show up for that fight. And he did such a great job. But he's like he's like the, yeah. that grinder. But his punching power. And how he's throwing punches didn't really come until later oh, yeah, in all his true. fights. Yeah, you know? it's got it definitely really... been. Well, he's working with Rafael Cordero now. He's right. at King's MMA. I mean, when he fought, and but when he fought uh, Uriah Hall, he was probably like twenty years old or something. Yeah, how old kid. is he now? Seriously, he was young. So I mean, he's still young. And that fight was a while ago. So yeah. talk about a guy that that you know. Definitely, his game. Yeah, I mean, Kelvin's only twenty-seven now. Yeah, wow. But that fight was. Yeah. When was that fight? How long? Uh, that, you're six right. years ago. I, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he was twenty-one. Yeah, twenty thirteen. Yeah. So uh, wait, when he fought uh, Uriah Hall, they fought at one eighty-five. Yes. Yeah, because it was the ultimate fight. It was the mm-hmm. middleweight tournament, so he came in as a middleweight, right. which is probably where he should be, and then he dropped out to welterweight when he entered the UFC. That's right. But he, he's always had problems at welterweight. It's, he's making the cut. Yeah, much yeah. Better at middleweight. Yeah, has yeah. he missed weight a couple times? Or yeah, no? yeah, he's missed a yeah. Bunch of times, yeah. And he's, he did. But, but he's also seems like he performs better at this. At, like, yeah. his, like, listen, same thing with the champ Whitaker. You know, right. I mean, he had what mixed results at, at one seventy. I don't know how many times he lost at one seventy, but I think he only had two losses. He lost to Wonderboy and then someone else. I, I don't want to say it and not have it true. You want to just see? No, yeah, I'm looking. I, at, I, I don't want to give him an L when it's not and there. Has Pettis, by the way, has Pettis fought at welterweight before? Or no, this no, is going to be his yeah, first, first time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he called out. Uh, he called out Thompson, so I'm wondering if he just got sick of the weight cut. Like, yeah, as time goes on, these guys have to be fucking tired. Man, those tired are tough fucking weight well, cuts, man. man. I, I mean, said, had I his said, last fight. I thought well, he was a warrior in that fight. Yeah, what happened? There was a corner stoppage uh, yeah. after the second round. His hand broke. It was his yeah. Hand. Against, yeah, okay. Uh, Ferguson with that was my fight. god, Ferguson. Though, that was so crazy, man. And they they were just smiling at each other, eating all those shots, blood everywhere. Yeah, yeah, fight, Ferguson, Ferguson's just made for the cage. He's weird. <laughs> I, like he's yeah. he's a weirdo, man. <laughs> yeah. But like he, that's exactly what he needs uh, for the performance that he gets. Like it's he, pretty great. Uh, we, for the for the record here, Jimmy, sorry. It's uh, uh Whitaker was two and two as a welterweight. He lost two in a row to Court McGee, split decision. Wow. Got knocked out by Wonderboy. Oh, three and two, and then he won one more at welterweight, and then he decided to move up to middleweight, but he hasn't lost in his last... And uh, what's Gastelum at middleweight? Sorry, Chris. In his last what, though? I don't want to uh, give the guy some credit. You're talking about him losing. Uh, <laughs> nine fi- eight fights? Eight well, I mean, no, he's looking... It's amazing how these guys... Nine, have to nine in a row. And how about Gastelum fights middleweight? Uh, let's see. I know he had one overturned. He lost to Chris. Lost to Chris. And who did he, who was he overturned with? It was not uh, Vitor. He he finished Vitor, but it was a marijuana like he ah. tested positive for oh, weed in Brazil, right. which he it was annoyed about. But so he's three one and one no contest. So really four and one as a middleweight. Okay, so he's yeah. tremendously successful. Yep. Oh, it's it's interesting things. what a few pounds can do, man. Yeah. It's that. Like, how was it making weight? 
Well, hey, man. I, I, my list, I was 29 the last time I made 155. So I fought at 155, and I had mixed results. But it, fights, I could have went to either uh, either way, though. So it's not like I, I never got my ass kicked. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I killed Delante my first time at 55. And then I, I I lost to BJ Penn and Dean Thomas on both fights that literally could have went the other right, way. Right, right. I, love I those remember guys. those. Yeah, yeah. It is what yeah. it is. And then I won my next two versus uh, Jeff Curran and Ivan Medjavar, and then I lost to Caro at backup at 170. And I didn't asked to go back up at 170 they were just like yo we got this fight for you that's right. how it was back then yo we got this fight for you carol Prezian, uh joe silver would just call me i didn't have an he, was, he would just you know, joe silver, the, yeah, yeah yeah he just called me up this is it he goes hey we got we got a carol but it's at 170 you want it great if not well you know get someone else i'm like oh man I'll was it ever were you ever looked down upon or maybe not they won't call you the next time if if you didn't take the fight man i always remember the feeling that it could be over at any moment. Right. So it was more of that than anything else. Like, all right, let me get some fights and that way I could tell my kids I used to do this crazy shit back in the day. Right. Because I really, it always had that feeling over it like it's going to end. Because, you know, Zufa, I started at UFC 31, yeah. my first fight, and Zufa took over at UFC 30. And, and uh, you know, it always had that feeling that this, oh, man, this it was always like obstacles to go past. Because there's so many people trying to trying yeah. to get into the game. And, and It's the ultimate fighter that brought it to that next level. Right. You know what I mean? So Listen, man, I'm yeah. I'm a Canadian boy. Oh. And so, like, I grew- So then you must have been loved the rematch. So you might have been, been one of that people in the crowd saying, fuck you, Sarah. No, I dude. I accept your apology. <laughs> I'm only kidding. No, no, dude, seriously, for me, horrible. when, like, the, 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 the odds against you in that first fight. Yeah, as a Rocky that, that was so crazy and when it no. I had people over, I always used to have people at my house to watch fights and when that fight happened no. it became this like no 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 that was like that was awesome. Oh, like, that's good. That was a huge underdog the story. Canadians are nice, though. Yes, they, yeah. they are. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Even when I got my ass kicked by GSP in the rematch, they were booing me, but I was walking out, dude. I got nothing but love. They, well, I mean, maybe I was nice to them afterwards, but they they liked me. They were all, ah, dude, Sarah. We, dude, you were running up were, to me. I'm like, all right, that's nice, dude. You were you were you were like I, for the on the Canadian side, you were the man, man. Like you you pulled me. it you pulled it out of nowhere where nobody thought it would happen because GSP was. Like on, on he was Sloopy Cups, man. Like he was everywhere. Uh, yeah. And then you went ahead and did that. And the way you finished it. You got to stop, though, because Jimmy knows I hate talking about it. I yeah, love Matt, it, Matt's man. They know, I, they, know I, they know I blush. Matt likes talking about the second one. <laughs> no, <are you laughs> and, and, and listen. <laughs> and I'm a huge I GSP you, fan. <laughs> you know, obviously Jimmy's everybody in Canada are huge GSP fans. But that was <laughs> that was a pretty incredible moment. <laughs> when, you, when you're quite away, too, I, I said, Rogan does this thing where he sits in the steam room for tw- on the uh, sauna for 20 minutes. He goes, it's good health. So I've been trying to do that when I go to the gym, 20 minutes at yeah. 180 degrees. And I How think many of, days a week? I, I, three or four days a week, I'll sit there like when I can, when I have the, the extra 20 minutes to just sit in the sauna. In the, uh, the sauna. And I'm like, how the fuck do guys cut weight right. in this? Skip in yeah. there, chew on an ice cube. Like I have one in my house, Like I, I lo- and I oh, love hitting do. the sauna, but not for the idea. Yeah. Of, like I'm literally, okay, I'm good. I'm going to walk out. How long you in there? Ah, like, I mean, it's an infrared, so it's like, you know, I'll do like 40 minutes. What's an infrared? What's the difference? Um... It, it's shit. I don't even Same know. Same heat. Yeah, it's a different heat. It's like a. It, it's like um, an inside-out heat as opposed to uh, surface it makes heat. Makes me want to go to a sauna. I mean, I love that shit. But how long would you stay when you're cutting weight? Okay, and they say you got to drop 15 pounds. Whatever you got. How? What's the longest they'll put you in? How? What would you do to lose weight? 
What do you do? You put on a, cer- a certain clothing? It's been a while, but what I would do, it depends. I've How many days out? Times. Well, the, I would do something like like a water load type of thing, like the week of the fight. What's that? I would, I think, I got to go back to what it was. It was maybe two gallons the first day or three gallons or something ridiculous. But, I mean, I'm pissing. And very low sodium, like on a Monday. So you have like two gallons, the or three gallons, the two gallons, then one gallon. And then you do that up to when you stop drinking water on a Thursday. Like, and then, because I'd make the weight on Friday. So I would water load on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Why water load? What's that do? It, it flushes all the sodium and everything out of your system. So when it's time to drop, because the sodium holds onto the water. The water. So, like, if I would eat foods that's low sodium. Like ch- grilled chicken or. Yeah, stuff like that. I would get the, the grilled, um, and uh, at, towards the end, I would get, like, the seven ounces of uh, protein, like a fistful of protein and, like, a half a cup of brown rice or quinoa. And I would do that with a little, I can't believe it's not butter spray. <laughs> that was the trick. Yeah. And then uh, I would have that. I would make, like, my wife at home would do it. When I was away, it would be uh, Chef Drago, Pete Drago's out. Okay. I would get a microwave. I'd get the stuff from my room because we go out two weeks before if it's Vegas. And we'd make these little, the, we'd, a fistful of protein, half a cup of that, uh, whatever I just said, brown rice quinoa, every three hours. That's what I would do. Every three hours. Like, wow. Because the metabolism, I said, keep your metabolism going. When would you stop, like, before you go to sleep? Like, Well, I mean, t- towards the fight, I would eat, like, probably the less or whatever. I know I'd probably eat similar to the same, but the water I'd cut out like I told you. Right? Yeah. But you're drinking gallons of water oh, to yeah, help yourself yeah. lose water. Well, well, then up until, say, like Thursday morning or like 24 hours or something before I'd have to do it, I wouldn't drink anymore at all. So and you're, then still, you the you're still peeing. And you're oh, hit- and then you still hit the sauna and everything. So the sauna, so how, what would you do? You're bloated and then next to you know, just from all that, you're going to drop weight. When you I go to the know. sauna like that, uh, will you put on a certain tr- a suit with like, wouldn't they make you bathe in something first too, like uh, certain salts? Uh, well, sometimes I would do the, uh, I would go from the, uh, like the whirlpool, like the, the, uh, the world, the, the, what is it? The jacuzzi. jacuzzi yeah. yeah, I do that. Like I remember when I was, one of the last times I was cutting weight, I was with Frank Trigg fight. Me and Drago would be going from, and I made the weight so easy. 170 wasn't hard for me as long as I did the right thing. How long would you be in the jacuzzi? Because I'm not a tall guy, man. I'm 5'6". Right. Yeah, yeah. So they think 155 would be easy, but it wasn't because I'm wide. Right. I was like a right. tweener. I'm not a big dude for 170, believe it or not. Uh, even though right now I walk around 200 pounds. 199 now. Oh, you look good. So wait, <laughs> how, how long would you, ow, my hand. How long would you be in the uh, I was in, uh, 199, I was in grade oh. eight. Was that? What? I was in the eighth grade yeah. when I was 199. I'm so happy. My heaviest 230, but again, I'm 5'6. So right. Round. Yeah, yeah. But um, You're in the jacuzzi for how long? I don't know, Jimmy. Like was, 20 minutes or five minutes? I, guess. Uh, I don't even know. Would I you forget. sit in the sauna for but a But then long I would time? do that. I would go back into this. Uh, I remember when I was fighting Trigg. I remember, he was he was a bigger uh, 170. So I remember watching him. I was with Drago, uh, my buddy. We were in the, in the, in the, the, the jacuzzi chilling. And I remember him going back and forth. He was cutting weight at the same time. From the, the he was in the sauna. He was coming out. He had a suit on. And I remember me making the weight so easy. And I remember like, yo, Drago, I go, when that fight starts, I'm gonna fucking go right to that body, man. Because I know <laughs> it sucks when you lose weight, and you, when you put it back, if if guy if you put it back wrong, if guys hit your body, it's like the worst shit possible. Oh, wow. Why? I, I don't know. I remember I did it, Jeff Curran, one time uh, when I was 155. I used to like bloat back up sometimes and. 
and it, it hit you wrong. And I remember, like, my head, I could hit, get hit with a bat. But I remember my body, he need me once in my stomach. And I remember, I'm like, yo, that fucking sucked. I'm like, that did not feel good. <laughs> oh, I'm like, that, did, that just didn't feel good. And I took the little fucker down. Like, what, but, what, do, you, uh, what do you think about weight cuts now? Because there's guys getting on the scale like, uh, that are being helped. By no, their, I don't. I'm like, not a, it's some crazy shit how I'm, people are making weight. Yeah. It seems like it's trending away from that, though. Yeah. Look, yeah. these guys are per- these guys are both they're fighting for the, the championship. I mean, he's the champ and... And uh, Robert Whitaker and, and Kelvin Gastelum, these guys, they you know they never perform better, and it's more at their natural weight. Right, that could be makes said. Sense. A lot of guys are doing that now, a and, lot. I, and I think it's smart because there's a lot of people going like, I can't believe is that this weight. He should make it okay. down to this because he'd be a lot bigger than the other guys. But I mean, like, if you can yeah. perform, remember, I remember when it switched. I remember when they started switching the rules a bit when uh, Gotti. Um, fought. I forget who he fought, Arturo but he went. Gatti? Uh, Arturo Gotti fought, and he went up overnight like 25 pounds because he was oh. getting fed intravenously too oh, yeah. and and they and I, I forget who he fought but he he put one of the most beautiful combinations together that floored him that i think you can pull it up but it's but then the talk came is like how can you put on 25 pounds overnight like it there should be a rule in there where you can't put on that it's much not weight healthy it seems unhealthy and the advantage you have by Dropping the weight and fighting somebody smaller. It seems like just keeping your body working up until that point would be a lot better because guys have kidney trouble. They have to drop out of fights because they have a bad weight cut. It's, yeah. it's totally but devastating I mean, on your was body. It Joey Gim- That's Gim- it. Yeah. That's it. And he, but the thing is, like, they were like, you know, getting fed intravenously. They're popping right back up right away as opposed to the natural way where it would hurt the next day. And didn't they, like, make the weight? Uh, the weigh-ins are er- are later now. Early, earlier, earlier. Yeah, they're earlier. But yeah. you can you can't use an intravenous uh, right, an right. IV to, to to put the weight back. That's up. right. So that's, that's stupid too, though. They should be able to do that. But then the people cheat. Started, people yeah. cheat yeah. and stuff Probably. like that. Yeah. I don't know. It's so weird nowadays. Yeah, it's just I guess uh, it just seems like it would fuck you up if you lose all that weight. And it's actually it you know they the uh, on ESPN Plus they started doing a or I think it's just on yeah maybe it's on ESPN Plus but it's uh, UFC Destin they followed the main event fighters two parts before and after the fight and I forget which part it was for the Cejudo Dillashaw one but you guys should watch it's like 20 something minutes where it really shows them getting into their weight cut and Cejudo's wrapped up in like a heat blanket and you know, it really shows you the the pains these guys right. go through to to be able to get to that. Well, point. TJ, I saw TJ doing something where he was talking about his like his health, and people were saying, "I'm tired," but I'm just tired. I just got up. But he was talking about his hormone level. I mean, the guy obviously knows everything. Yeah, and, and he cut some crazy weight, and I think that had a lot to do with how he got finished. Yeah, he got knocked down quick. Yeah, well, he really he says no. I mean, but... it could be, but he swears that that's not what it was. Which is normal. Which it's... is not normal because they usually would say that this weight cut, like you want you get yeah. JJ's out. Yeah, cut. I don't. I don't know, man. Like, I mean, yeah. just the result in itself. Like, for for I, don't you feel like you're more susceptible to shots if you're not really recovered the way you're bringing the weight back? I, yeah, well, I guess it depends on the the person. Also, I right. don't, I don't I don't really know. I, like, it's I it's really, hard to exclude yeah. it, though. You know what I mean? Like, it's definitely it's, a conversation. It's, it's. I wish it would have been a, a little bit more of a like definite, like definitive I stoppage. Totally agree. Totally Only because. Agree. There's always that argument. Like, if he did stop him, you could say, hey, man, that had to be the weight cut. Or maybe he got in that position of almost getting stopped because of the weight cut, like you were saying. Yeah. Maybe. But I, I don't know. There wasn't that weight cut thing when he had an issue with, with Cody that time when he got clipped. I mean, you get, it's a fight. Right, right. So, but he does have what he does, what he did show in the past, and we didn't get a chance to see this right, time. Right, coming back. Is his recovery skills, That's right. which he obviously has. And he it, was coherent. The second it stops, he was arguing, uh, and it was mid scramble. And it, it was. was an equilibrium shot. It 
wasn't yeah, on the right. chin. It was just behind the ear a little yeah. bit. So it was more of a, it was, it was, uh, yeah, more of an equilibrium. Hey shot. man, that shit got me a title. Give me that <laughs> title. Yeah, I did get right. me a title. That's right. Fuck it. But you knew how to finish yeah. it. Oh, I had to finish him. Thank, I couldn't let that guy get his legs under him. You saw the second fight went, Jimmy. I had to seize that moment. I didn't care for it. But, I didn't care for it. Well, you're fucking rooting against I can understand Alex. He didn't know me as Canadian. The second fight, I said. Oh, thanks, Jimmy. Thanks. I didn't mean to get defensive. Okay. Jimmy, I'm sorry. I love you. I like GSP, uh, too, though. I, 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 no, he's a great guy. But you, um, you like me better, though. It's, I do, yeah. I'm just saying, I do like George. Look at me when Jimmy. <laughs> if you had to, Jimmy, he I'm did look saying, away. I wanna, I'm just saying, Jimmy, you like me better than GSP. It's I know you a lot better than GSP. Yeah, I mean, I do like him though. <laughs> let's, I think we should do the picks. So, oh, picks. Yeah, we can do picks. Yeah. I don't know. We don't have to. No, let's want to get off the subject of right, Jimmy liking forgot. GSP as much as me. <laughs> uh, I'm going to show you this because Chris Producer didn't print out anything for you. Oh, you want to put it up there? Yeah, I got it. Okay. Look at that. I just like to attack Chris, the producer. I like Jim. I, look at this. Jimmy Crute yep. versus Sam Alvey. Smile Tell me about Jimmy Crute's last fight, please. Uh, he is coming off of a... He's 9-0, and right? He's 9-0. and He's coming off a Kimura win over Paul Craig in his last fight. He's got, Did you say a Kimura win? Yeah. <laughs> that makes me happy. It does. You like a good Kimura. Oh, I love a good Kimura. <laughs> I'm a jiu-jitsu man. Yeah, yeah. I love Oh, I it. know. I love that. Go ahead. And I'll- uh, so anyway, so he's 9-0. That was his UFC debut, <sighs> but he also had a knockout on the Contender Series. Right. Um, and that was a hard knockout, too. He, he yeah. kept the guy standing. Yep. Thing. Sam Alvey's got good takedown defense. What's Alvey in his last couple of fights? Uh, Alvey's coming off of a loss yeah. against uh, Little Nog. He got knocked out, oh, wow. actually, in his that last fight. That was a while fight. ago. Um, when was that? September. Okay. September. So not, not that yeah, bad. Little Nog, man. Uh, and then yeah. he had two wins before that. He had knocked out uh, Marcin Procneo, and he had the win over Gian Valente. Right. Which was he had that which was a razor thing. It was a split decision. But he had that one knockout. I forget who the fighter was that was just chasing him down with his hands down, chin out, and he landed this perfect left yeah, hook. Yeah, that was Pracnia. Right. Was the, yeah. Perfect left hook that just dropped him. It was almost he was inviting it. Yes. But Crude, it's no joke, man. No. And at home, you know. How many fights has he had in the UFC? Jimmy Crude? That he that was his first. He has one and then one of the contenders. And, what, and his and his record is I know. Nine and zero, oh, and yeah. how many how many finishes? And does it say? Because uh, who the hell who knows who he's fighting? Also, let's see. Well, he's got the Kamora stoppage. He's an arm triangle choke punches. Kamora stoppage. Yeah, Stop it. sorry, that's my video uh, game online like profile five, name. It looks like he has five finishes in nine fights. <laughs> sorry, Alex. Alex, no, I know no. you watched me as, as a fighter. Just don't yeah. lose all respect to me from well, that's, after that's, this show. Once you find out that I'm really a man child that <laughs> lives in his Vive video game system all day long. I don't buy one right. bit, brother. <laughs> uh, listen, this is a tall order for Jimmy Crute because Sam Alvey's got a world of experience and yeah. that's going to be the difference and that's why I feel he's going to win by decision. You're taking Alvey by decision? That's what I'm, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going Crute. I think he's going to show up. I think he's, his, he comes from a wrestling background like Jets and wrestling, I think. Yeah, he's a, he's a well-rounded guy. I mean, yeah, not, yeah, and he he throws a lot of head kicks, which is weird because the way he his body is shaped, yeah. like he he can get that head kick up there. I, I, I think know. I think he's gonna he's gonna finish Alvi. I am. Uh, by the way, Lando Venata's fighting on this card against uh, Marcos Mariano. Yeah, and, and uh, they are the main event of the uh, fight pass prelims, which start at six thirty. That should be a really good fight. Absolutely, uh, yeah. this is I'm, a great card. I'm going to take Alvy. I think the fact that he's fought so many times in the UFC, I think his yes. experience, 
He's fought guys like this before, I'm sure. I mean, I just, I have, I have, I think Alves is going to beat him because I think this kid is uh, a lot of times an undefeated guy coming in. It's first or second fight. It's always some fucking veteran right. that ruins their that, good time. No, that that is true. Always some veteran who's like, I, I know how to do that. Like you know, fucking Yaya Rodriguez. I mean, he wasn't you know brand new, but I mean, no, he was inexperienced and fucking. Yeah. Well, how about Frank Yedger? How about that Aldo fight? Yeah, oh, against Morikana. Wow, yeah. That was the same kind of man. thing, right? Good body shots. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, he's looking like a beast, man. Too bad they're not entertaining that fight with him and uh, and uh, Connor again. You know, I asked Dana that. But Dana said, well, there, he's fighting at, uh, you know, uh, what, uh, Featherweight. And, uh, but he's, gonna, he's coming up, isn't he? Well, he challenged uh, Pettis. Aldo did, and Pettis said, "Yeah, we're, we're talking to Pettis. We could talk to him about Should that. We, we could ask talk to him. him, but yeah, I think Aldo is gonna. He's looking to go Jump up to 155. So that's what I was yeah. thinking about Connor. You know, right. he could fight Connor at 155. I think that's his plan. Aldo is go up, take out a name, yeah. a former champ like yeah. Pettis, and then make a case to fight. I, I think that dude's got a picture of a Connor on his fucking refrigerator, oh, man. and every day he you, walks by it. He and does. Dude, you play it on it. You, you, you make that fight a hundred times, it'll never go the way it I went agree. the first time. Like no. that. That was, and and man, like. Like Connor won the lottery, not only obviously with that punch, but the way he pulled it together with uh, setting it all up. Oh. I'm gonna get inside his punches. I'm gonna and how he did the media, but the idea of getting inside his punches, but actually being able to do it and catch him. He got caught too. He got cut in that he one did. punch too. So I mean, you do that fight a hundred times, it's not it's not gonna go like that. But I tell you, I don't know. I think for some reason Jose got so psyched. I out. totally agree. So fucking but do you know, psyched. But out. do you know he does that? In almost every fight, he looks super. His last fight, he just looks super yeah. nervous. All oh, he the always time. looks terrified. He won't look you in the eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He always looks like and and which fed I think fed Connor like yeah. immensely when the, that fight started. Well, well Connor also has a bit. Sorry, Jimmy, to cut you off. Connor has that advantage <clears throat> when you're dealing with Aldo, who doesn't speak English. So it's like you're going around to a lot of these like media tours. Aldo's got to go through a translator. Like Connor can just get mm-hmm. all over him so much. Quicker than it would if they sure. were speaking the same language, you know? Well, you look at Anderson and Chael's son, and too, it's the same thing. Like, yep. uh, you know, Chael just drove him crazy, yeah. especially uh, in between the first and second fight. Right. Because Anderson knew that he got the ship he'd have in that first That's fight. Right. And again, he's a champion. He pulled off that show. But uh, then the second fight, Anderson broke down and cried when he won it. Like, he was yeah. so fucking relieved, relieved. Yeah. to yeah, have yeah. this fucking psychopath out of his life <laughs> right. saying I want your wife to cook for me I know. Like, no one's ever talked to me like that in my fucking life <laughs> no, the best way and then he would just be like medium rare that's <laughs> all he would say Maybe it's, I mean that is that I'm not for talking about people's family but that is hysterical Chael yeah. was the it's best so over, but, but when Chael yeah. would do it it's cartoony it, it, it's yeah. cart- exactly. Yeah, funny. exactly it's yeah. not the way it other people do it it's not like like mean spirited. Right. Anderson Silva, yeah, he just he <laughs> does it like you know he's being yeah. a clown. Yeah. He's the best. I mean, nobody gave Vandalay Silva that memo, but most <laughs> yes. people would realize that he's joking. Like it's it's, it's just so Vandalay was Vandalay was no joke with Chael, man. Like that was he was trying to. He, what I didn't like about that was that one of his friends jumped in, like was trying to like when they had that fight on right, the Ultimate Fighter, right. which was real. Chael did absolutely nothing wrong yeah. there. The fact that Channel Sonnen went over to Brazil to <laughs> film that show, yeah. I mean, the guy deserves, I mean, that guy, that, that's balls that's of steel right there. Sure. Who the, for who's sure. doing that? Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Especially the I things mean, that he said about oh, Brazil yeah. leading up to so the fight. So there's that, and then for for them to like bully him and try to, because he's gonna play the role because yeah. that's what he does, and it's obvious he's playing a role. Did you see? Did so you when see they that did foot- that and they attacked him, and one of his friends, uh, he took down Silva because Silva was. He had to defend himself. Right. Silva was looking to fight him. Right. And then uh, one of his friends actually was I trying to hit that. him on the head. And that's that. the punk shit I cannot stand. Yeah. You but know? Did you see and that? I like Vandalay Silva. Go yeah. Did you, did you see the footage of him in the van? They were, there's a, a Years ago, Chael's in the front and Vandalay's yes. in the back. And they're like, they're, they almost looked like they were going to. Well, Vandalay, right what I don't like about that is like Vandalay Silva had his own camera guy there and started, and like he brought up the chill about what he said about Brazil. Mm-hmm. And first they were doing PR together all day. That's right. And then th- they were getting along before that, supposedly, from Chael's point of view. And then he was filming it. And then he goes, Look, don't talk about the Brazil yeah. like that. You could lose your teeth that way. Yeah. And Chael's like, oh, Hey, sorry. You yeah. know? And then, but it made Chael look like a pussy. But Chael, to Chael's defense, the dude. Was blindsided, you know what I mean? Like, hey man, I'm sitting here, I'm in a, in a car. You're gonna be, you calling me out? Like, you know what I mean? So yeah, it was a weird I, thing. But I love thing. how I didn't like that. I thing. love I how Chael handled himself. Though. Yeah, no, like, Chael was, was like, hey, you know, sorry, yeah. and because he tried to punk him. Yeah, it's a weird thing because I'm actually friendly with both guys. I remember when I was getting ready for that Frank Trick fight, uh, I used uh, Vandalay Silva opened up his gym to me, so I, I'm oh, not yeah. attacking him. No, I no, like I get him. it. It's moments. And I like Chael too, but. You know, those guys didn't get along. No, no, <laughs> not at all. But you know, Chael was almost, he was almost, he was literally a half a rounder. He could have just stayed away and been the middleweight champion. Crazy. And he was a broken toe uh, away from being the fucking light heavyweight champion because Jones would not have been able to start round two. I, I totally agree. That's crazy. I mean, he was milliseconds away from beating Silva. And then that broken toe happened. Like, he, he John got couldn't the, stand up. It was crazy. That toe was no joke. John, remember John's doing the, the post-fight press conference, and he could couldn't not stand. stand. Yeah, yeah. If you if you watch, if you go on Fight Pass and you watch it, he doesn't even realize it. Really, he knows no. it's hurt, and he looks down and he, he goes like, "Oh, yeah." It looked like he was going to pass out from looking at his own toe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, Chael Sonnen also guillotined um, Shoguns. I mean, that guy had a great career. He was oh, great. Was great. Yeah. You know, tell me about these girls, please. Oh, I didn't pick. I, I'm going to yeah. say Sam Alvey. I'm going to say oh, a second oh, round sorry. TKO. That's okay. Um, all right. I love Sam Alvey. I, I have to go Jimmy Crude, I think, by decision. I don't think he's going to finish him, but I think it's going to be an output thing. Fine. I'll be happy to take this one by myself. That's Good. totally fine. I, I picked no, Alvey picked, Yeah, I picked Alvey. Oh, you did pick yeah. Alvey. Okay. Um, Montana De La Rosa versus Nadia Kassam is uh, the second fight on the main Tell card. Tell me about these girls. Yeah. Montana's on. She's 2-0 in the UFC. She has an armbar win over Christina Marks, and Ooh. then she has a rear naked choke over oh! Oh, I'm Rachel, a jiu-jitsu man. Over Rachel Ostevich. I like that. Wow. Over Rachel, wow. Yeah. Wait, does she really? She does. That's uh, And Rachel looks good in jiu-jitsu. Yeah. How is she getting submitted all the time? I don't know. She looks good in jiu-jitsu, Rachel. Um, and um, then Nadia Kasim has one UFC fight. She's 1-0. She has a unanimous decision over Alex Chambers. Well, listen, I'm going to go with the experience and with the jiu-jitsu, and I'm going to go with Montana. Yeah. Montana? By how? Yes. I'm going to go Montana by submission. What round? Second round, Jimmy. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. I I will take Montana (laughs) by decision. Uh, I'm, I'm also going to go with Montana by decision. Stop yeah, I'm doing the, I'm, picks. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go with the submission too with uh, Montana. Nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, Got to go with the champ. This is going to be interesting. This fight coming up right here. Yes. Honey Yaha versus Ricky Smoke. All right, don't call me Honey. <laughs> I think that. Um, how do you pronounce his first name? I mean, I've heard Ronnie Honey. I'm not sure how. Just call the whole thing. <laughs> oh. I right, listen. 
I this is a fascinating fight. Ricky Simone is tough. He fought uh, Marab there, that yep. little bit controversial stoppage at the yeah. end. But it was a damn great fight. Marab was on him. It was a great fight. But Ricky's a stud. He is. And he's an explosive guy. But uh, Yaya yes. is like the Damian Meyer of his division. Oh. Very good jujitsu. He was supposed to fight Aljo at one time, they, or else it was going to be set up, and I was very excited. Yeah, about I that. remember you. Yeah. Um, he is so slick with his jujitsu. And it's so funny because look, you look at him, and he looks almost like a, like a little old man or something. But Jimmy. <laughs> he reminds me of Ryan Hall. The way he but looks like Very him. slick. Very slick. And I'm going to say he's going to use that jujitsu to get to the back. I believe he'll get a real naked choke, but I'm going to say a submission. I'm gonna say, whew, man, Ricky's tough though. So it is. He's yeah. explosive. So does he take him out early when he's dry, or does he get him in the third round? This is mm. what I'm. This is what I'm really on the fence with, Jimmy. I understand. And Alex, I hear you, Chris the producer. What do you? I, I'm, I'm on the fence here, but I will tell you this. Yep. It'll be a submission. When I'll go right in the middle, second round. <laughs> what, what did Ricky That's do? That was a buildup. <laughs> what? Uh, Ricky is undefeated in the UFC. And he had a, a unanimous decision win over Montel Jackson in his last. How's his stand up? Sorry, Mr. Jackson. Uh, solid. I mean, he's he's a well rounded guy. Right. I mean, right. I mean, you, very well rounded. Yeah. That's yeah. why I believe Yaya is going to have to take that back like a champ. He could use the underhook to get there a lot. He doesn't have to get a, a full takedown. Yep. He could go for a shot, slide into half guard, use that underhook to take the back. He's that good. So uh, I like him a lot. I love his jujitsu. It's gonna be very tactical, and I feel he's gonna get it. But go ahead, Jimmy. I'm gonna give. Uh, I'm gonna take Ricky Simone in. Uh... <sighs> that hurts, huh? <laughs> I just don't know how he's gonna do it. I'm, I'm debating a third round stoppage or a decision. Okay. Third round stoppage. Third round. Okay, stoppage. I'm gonna pee. I'm. I'm I, uh, you pee, and we're gonna talk the rest about these uh, fights. I, I think. I think Ricky, man. I just. I'm, I want to stick with he's my stand-up background. He's explosive, and and I feel like he's gonna. He, he's gonna. He's gonna stuff a lot of the takedowns, and and I think it'll end early. Now it is funny. It is funny with like that because listen. Sometimes it comes down to the individual, but do you find because of your background that, uh, like, just like I'm a jujitsu, yeah. listen, I won the title with my fists. But exactly. Yeah. Laid out Frank Trigg, which I always like to bring up. I'm so great. <laughs> but, uh, but, and if it is nothing like that, because I'm sure you laid guys out from your boxing. Yeah, yeah. It is a powerful feeling. Oh my God. Powerful. It's, it's, just, it's just like, it's like hitting the sweet spot on the bat. It man. is. It's amazing. But, but at the same time, I do love, I mean, I love jujitsu. I yeah. love it. Since I got done fighting, uh, I haven't sparred a day. I'll do my, well, I mean, I play around, but I not like sparring like I used to, but I need my jujitsu. Yeah. Like he knows I've been getting nuts lately because I haven't been rolling because I had to get a little minor knee thing. Yeah. So it gets me nutty. I need my jujitsu. Even with the, with the gi, I love with the gi. Just, I need to Just roll. feeling. I need yeah. to roll. It's my therapy. Keeps me somewhat sane. Yeah. But so, I mean, I do end up, he's like, yeah, so, so. But I do end up, I feel myself like in a fight like this, I go for the jujitsu guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm and, just, and it's, I'm it's the in same my way. blood. It's, I'm With the, the striker, you're like, the striker, he can it's stuff like, that and I, give I a good uppercut to Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I'm the same way, like, man, like, if I don't if I don't hit the bag for a while or even just light sparring, it just, uh, yeah. I, you need it. So you train, you, oh, yeah, yeah. You spar anymore? Uh, I do I do light sparring for Regular sure. Regular is fine. Sorry, he's looking for my drink. Thank you. I love this. This is like a healthy soda. If you want one, what is it's that? It's with a stevia. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I would it's love so one. Good. It's so good. It's not because I've been changing my ways, Alex. Yeah. You know they attack me a lot for being a fat guy, and uh, <laughs> so I went gluten, and I and I had stomach issues, so I went gluten 
free with my bread and my pasta. And uh, has it been a big difference, dude? It's See, a, I it's I call bullshit on that man. for so I'm, long. Don't man, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm living proof. He's seen me a lot fatter. I'm telling and you, you just gl- cut the gluten. Yeah, Hold on, we got, I got yeah. I got Hey, get, I got to get some Instagram love. Hey, give me some. There we go. I'm not. Hey. The chat, Matt, Sarah, and me having a little bit of. Uh, yes, I'm chant. not even sponsored by them, <laughs> but I'm doing it. <laughs> ah, oh yeah, we're on air. Uh, so wait, what was I saying now? Um, just uh, I, when I oh. see a fight, I really want to yes. see the, the. And it's not necessarily. Here's the, here's the thing. I talked about it the, yesterday on an interview. Is that I'm not like I, the idea of boxing and MMA that that there is no. I like the fact that there's no anger. It's yeah. I'm come from a place of I don't want to fight. I want to box. I want to see. I want to be able to slip and get underneath. It's all about the the, the geography of the fight, not necessarily about the you anger. You're a fight. big dude, man. You'd be He's good at you'd be, you'd be good at Kimuras, man. <laughs> show me you how would. to do a Kimura. I want to get some, I want to get Josh. Show me how to do. Oh, no, he's, oh Josh is great with Josh the is great. Now, Josh had to show you some stuff. You just didn't take to it? Oh, no. Maybe it's the catch wrestling style. No, listen. I, I just, my body can't do it. Oh, like, I've never why? done it. i just never done it, so my body's not normal to go to the ground. And so I tweaked the knee right away. Can I tell you this, though, with the catch wrestling? And Josh might. What is catch wrestling? It's, listen, it's, submission, it's a submission-based right. art, but... Not so much on they, they they like to work on top way more than on back. That, that's fair to I say. Mean, Josh Pride days and stuff. He, yeah, he had that dialed. It's submission. It, it's it's a, it's it's submission grappling. Have you done it or are you just you've no? Seen well, it? it's different than I'm a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu man. Yeah, it's got a different philosophy. You know, they he likes to call that like uh, they're way more like neck cranks and right exactly. Like he likes to, like Jiu Jitsu is known as the gentle art, right? Which could be debated. It could be brutal. I feel. Come are I mean? not gentle. Well, if a guy taps it is, if not, uh, it's a but this, but again, they don't. It's funny with that. Like they don't call it Kimura Kimura. They 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 call it um, uh, arm, arm, double wrist double lock wrist or lock. Yeah, du- yeah, yeah. And it's, so it's like they, they call it's so funny because they like it's like they got their own like take on certain things, but a lot of the moves are the same or at least very similar. Right. But you know, it, it's a. It, they love the foot submissions. locks. They, they love do. love. He the got foot. he tapped down one of. The, you might have to look this up. One of the I don't want to say the wrong Gracie brother. I was about to say Henner. I don't think it was Henner. I think it was Hyron. But he got one of the Gracie brothers in uh, a submission match, uh, sub only, obviously. He tapped him out with a, a foothold. Yeah. A toehold. Who that was very big. Josh Barnett. Yeah, he topped out. I'm going to say Hyron. I, I want to say it. Make sure that's right, please. But, but listen, you know, that's man, one of Josh, the Gracie brothers. And Josh. You know, that's Josh, what's Gracie's little brother. And Josh was top. I'm sorry, his nephew. It was Hyron, ne- yeah. 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 And Josh was like top like 10 for years. Like oh, yeah. he, to be that big and do the things that he did. And he's such a bright guy. Like he's extremely intelligent. Oh, yeah. He loves his metal. Um, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and he, he's just one of, he's one of the best dudes, man. Yeah. Well, listen, <laughs> some, well, some things are similar. Like he looked like you see him fight. It could, you could look at him like a jiu-jitsu guy. I mean, he does. He looks to improve. Like I talk about all the time. He looks to improve his position. He mounts. He's finished more times than mount than I can remember. Yeah, he gets mounted on somebody, Josh Barnett, and he's unleashed, unleashed in fury, man. When we, we when we were just screwing around, he got me in the ring to show me some stuff. All he did was yeah. put it, like I'm a big dude. He so to distribute he, his weight, and he put his like mm-hmm. hip on me in a certain way where I was like, uh, and, he's, uh, and he's great with tapping, Camoras. and everyone's going, dude. He, my my buddies were going. Nothing happened. I go, oh, something happened, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, we gotta pick the last two fights before we get Pettis on the phone. Uh, yeah. Did you guys pick when I was gone? Uh, no, we were just talking. No, I, I'm going to take Yaya by second round submission, by the way. I agree with you, Matt. Um, I like it. Coleman, 
such a fun fight. Bring oh, it down so we can see yeah, them. Yeah, I'm going to pull it up. Israel Adesanya and the legend Anderson. So. Can I tell you that I am on, and, and I don't jump right off, God forbid, you know, not God forbid, but something happens. I like this Israel Adesanya. Oh, yeah. I like him a lot. I like everything about him. This yeah. guy's got, I mean, he's got a great presence about him. Um, it, doesn't, it doesn't hurt that he's into that either anime or Pokemon. What is he right. into? Yeah, anime. He's into yeah. some shit he's that's like cartoonish. But he, but he fights like that. He, he, he expresses himself when he fights. Like he's a character when he fights, and 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 he backs it up. He's accurate yeah. as heck. Oh, yeah. You like language? The, have you, I, dude? <laughs> have I you love him? him against Brunson. Wow, that was wow. such a great fight, yeah. and how he kept Brunson's so great at taking guys down. He didn't let it happen. I, I love how smooth he is, how yeah. confident he is. Liquid. He was just he's just liquid. Yeah. I love he he he's like MVP. Him and MVP yes. are, are that'd be a crazy fight. Yeah, yeah. like that. That's yeah. such, are they in the same weight division? No, well then no. he's in Bellator anyway. So right. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, if I could totally see that uh, happening. But this is yeah, the, I think they're both middleweights. Yeah. And this is like this. This is they're carbon copies of each other, but one's one's going out. One's, one's one could be in. one's father. I'm yeah. only kidding. Uh, how old? <laughs> Anderson Silva's my age, though. He's already age. Forty-one. Yeah, man. Yeah, he's. When's the last time he fought? Seventeen, uh, sixteen. No, he uh, the Brunson fight. Oh yeah, it was uh, February 2017. This is yeah. such an exciting Brunson. fight, though, which I it? thought Anderson lost. They gave that to uh, to Anderson, but I thought that Brunson won that fight. But Styles can make fights. Brunson, yeah, he's, he's not going to be this, trying to take him down. This is going to go either way. This is all stand up. I can't see this being any other way but flashy. And and uh, but I think they're going to first couple minutes they're going to neutralize each other. No one wants to do the first. I agree. And then it, then it's just going to happen from there. I, I almost like almost the first round could go by very neutralized. You know? I think it's right. going to be a second round win for uh, Adesanya because first of all the first round he, he really looks up to Silva. They all do, so they're all a little right. hesitant at first. Silva knows this is a, a very, very fierce young fighter, and he has a lot to lose and a lot to gain. If he wins, he gets a fucking next shot at the belt. Right. So Anderson's not going to go in there and fuck around. And plus, he's probably a little bit rusty, and he's fighting a younger, faster fighter. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to say it's going to be a second-round TKO for Adesanya, although I could see it going the distance and a decision. I could see Silva winning in the first, you know, yeah. anything. But I'm going to give it Adesanya... Uh, I just an undefeated guy, with the exception of Khabib, they don't go undefeated forever. Somebody always steps in. There's too many ways to lose. I just don't think. I just don't think it's going to be this type of style of fight. I, I have, have you guys seen Israel actually on the ground? Oh uh, no, I have not. That that I, I don't know what he's like when he's on the ground. So that could be a totally different story. But this is never going to go. Although Silva is a jujitsu black belt. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. I just don't think. I don't see it happening. But if, that'd be fucking crazy if Anderson decided to take it to the ground. Right. I mean, yeah, if he could get him there. I mean, nobody. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, Brunson wasn't able right. to. But Brunson, you know, I'll I'll do Israel in the second too. I think second. Yeah, TKO. I yeah. think. I'm gonna say that Israel's gonna make a statement. He's gonna get him in the first, mm. and he's gonna come in. He's gonna come in hot, and he's gonna try to make a statement. You know, I, I when your it. idol becomes your rival. <laughs> all right, that's a little uh, M MCK. I, I'm gonna take, and I hate doing it because Anderson's like one of my all-time MGK yeah, Machine Gun but Kelly. But I am gonna oh, take sorry, uh, go Adesanya by third round finish. <laughs> right. I think I think okay. he'll get him. Yeah, man, and, and, you know how crazy that's gonna be if if Silva pulls off some magic, which oh. he can, man. And I, who wouldn't want to see that? And yeah. I love Adesanya, but if he's gonna lose, I mean, I would rather see him lose to Anderson, who I yeah. also love. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before we get to the main event, we should call Pettis. All right, we'll call really Pettis, and then I have my main, main pick. Yeah. Things are supposed to excite <laughs> people that no one's excited about. This that, man, that that fight is that fight's no joke, man. That's going to be so much fun to watch. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and, and it's great that Pettis is coming on because I have uh, my hometown's Winnipeg. Oh. 
And um, he trains. He trains from a, a buddy of mine, the Godfather in in Winnipeg, which is oh, awesome. We got we got Anthony on the there phone right now. Anthony, hey, can you guys hear me? Hey, buddy, how you doing? You're on UFC Unfiltered Good. with uh, Alex Ponovich and Jim and Matt uh, Sarah. That's not Anthony, is it? Hey, what's up, fellas? Oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> where are you, Where are you now, Anthony? I'm in Nashville. You are. Um, you know, this is your first fight up at welterweight. How are you feeling? Man, I'm feeling good. You know, I, uh, the weight cut is not going to be existing for me, man. You know, I fought at 45. I fought at 55. So, uh, you know, this time around, I don't have to worry about weight. We have a real training camp with, you know, real training. Now, Anthony, you wanted this fight. You called for this fight. And you got this fight. But now, why did you... I love the matchup. I, it's very intriguing. What made you want this fight with Wonderboy? Yeah, I think uh, people are counting me out. I mean, the... Wonder Boy's a striker, you know. So at 170, the the weight's not going to be that much of an issue. He's not going to try to wrestle me, and if he does. My position is obviously on a different level than his. Um, so I feel like that leaves us with a striking match. And um, for me, man, I, I'll fight like Wonder Boy. That's that's some legacy stuff right here. You know, mm. this is like 155. Try to build back up. I, I want the fights that get me excited, and, and a fight with Wonder Boy makes me excited. Your last fight against uh, Ferguson, I mean, obviously, there was not a fight that you wanted to stop, but it had to be stopped. Uh, at what point did you, you broke? Which hand did you break? Right. And at what point did that happen? Man, when, so the kick punch I hit him with, I dropped him, and then we got in that like, weird exchange, and I threw an overhand right, and I just hit him. But I always keep breaking. So like, he did a front row, and then I, we ended up on, to, I ended up on top of him, and that's when I, I knew my hand was broke. Anthony, your phone cut out just for a second there. Uh, were you? Was that first or second round that that happened? Uh, I think it was the second round when I dropped him. When I hit him with the overhand right, the big overhand right, after the kick punch, he uh, did a front roll. When I hit him with an overhand right, and was, uh, we ended up on the ground. That was the punch that uh, broke my hand. Well, that was an extremely uh, entertaining fight, and everybody knew why it had to be stopped, and everyone hated to see it stopped. Was there something in that weight cut that made you want to go up after that? Because you were still in contention after that fight. I mean, it was such a great showing. Even though you didn't win it, I, I still say you were right up there uh, for a shot. Yeah, no, I just think uh, the, the, the division's kind of at a standstill, man. you got a lot of guys that are in front of me that i got to figure out what's, what's, what's next. So, um, you know, for me, I, I want to stay active. I want to stay busy, and... Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to wait for, for the right fight. I'm just going to take the fight. You're not waiting for anything to happen. Uh, and he was the logical one because you figured it would be a stand-up fight. Most definitely, yeah. And, I mean, obviously, it's, it's a fan-favorite fight. I mean, it's going to be a fun fight. Yeah, it will. You guys are both very popular. You're both very liked, and uh, you're both really dynamic guys to watch. Now, what about this matchup with Jose Aldo? Uh, you know, I mean, he has looked incredible in his last couple of fights. And uh, let's just say that you do have, uh, you get what you want against uh, Wonderboy. What would your thoughts be on, on fighting uh, Aldo at 155? Well, I mean, obviously I'm focused on, on Wonderboy. Sure, I mean, of course. a huge task in front of me. But, uh, you know, a fight like Aldo, again, another, another legacy fight. For sure, I'd say yes to that. Now, what do you walk around with normally? Because 170 has got to be a, just a dream for you to make. Oh, easy, yeah. I'm, I'm like 188 right now. So, I mean, no, no way cut. That's wild, man. I mean, well, how bad is your weight cut to 155? And the fact that you made 145 is pretty impressive. Yeah, 155 is, uh, I mean, it's not a hard cut, but it's, it's a weight cut, man. Like, no, no, no weight cut's easy. But 155, you know, I, it's easier than, obviously, a 45 weight cut. Um, and I've, I've spent most of my career at 155 pounds, but, yeah, I walk, I walk 85. Now, you're, you're, I'm sorry, Jimmy. No, okay. Your fight with Michael Chiesa was beyond impressive because you did to him what he does to everybody. I mean, you ended up strangling him. That's not right. That's yeah, how it ended. Yeah, I mean, that was yeah, triangle. 
Yes. And now you made a, you, a triangle. Wait, it was a triangle. It was a triangle. But there was some great yeah. there was some great exchanges with that. You're known, even though you arm locked the great uh, Gilbert Melendez, you're known for your stand up, obviously. But how often are you working with your jujitsu? Or on your jiu-jitsu? Man, I, yeah, my jiu-jitsu is, I mean, I'm a black belt now. I think I, I think mm. it was uh, overdue for a long time, but um, I've been working jiu-jitsu a lot. And jiu-jitsu, I love jiu-jitsu. That's one of my favorite martial arts. So, uh, yeah, I think my, my ground game, I still haven't been able to show my, how good my ground game is. You mess around with the gi at all anymore, or is it strictly no gi? Cause you're I do both. Yeah, I do gi as well. It's uh, you know what you know what I like your coach is doing that I seen uh yeah, I seen Duke, Duke before with the gi on yeah he competed as well yeah Duke Duke uh, Marshall Center I love that man because hey. Duke Rufus is a bad mofo yeah. standing up hey um this is Alex man I'm a huge fan I'm, I'm actually my hometown is is Winnipeg and I know you guys go see the Godfather over there and you guys do some yeah, training with Duke Debbie's man yeah man it's pretty great and uh, so yeah I'm a huge fan I know you guys are talking jits and I come from a stand up background and and your stand up is just phenomenal man I love I love how you flow with that and obviously Duke you and Duke have some great relationships when you're doing stand up and I'm I just gotta say I'm a fan and this wonder boy fight is something that i'm really looking forward to appreciate it bro thank you and uh you know it, it, you've been around for so long you, you're a legend in the sport i mean you really are and you're only 32 i mean you know sometimes if yeah. you hear the name pettis we'd assume you're 38 or 39 just by the <laughs> amount of years people have been aware of you and have been watching you he's on a wheaties box <laughs> oh yeah that's right <laughs> yes he was yeah. um you and uh, bruce jenner was as well so we'll see how things work out <laughs> 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 So, I don't even comment on that one. <laughs> so you, uh, now you're going to fight at 170. You're going to see how you feel. But how has it changed your approach to the very end now, as you're, as you're going to lead up to it? How, how has it changed the way you're going through this camp? Is it just a weight off your mind, or will you not notice it, do you think, until you begin the cut? Um, you know what? I, I don't think I'm going to – obviously, it's, gonna be, it's still going to be a little bit of a cut. I do want to be – I want to be big in there, strong in there. So uh, I'm implementing a lot of weightlifting, a lot of conditioning. So I'm doing a lot more conditioning in this, class, in this camp. Um, a lot more lifting. At 155, I had to stop lifting eight weeks out to make weight. So uh, this camp, I get to lift all the way through. So I'm excited to see how I feel. Is a weight cut like that where you know it, it could be a tough one, does it start fucking with you a little bit, like a three weeks out or a month out? like, Or is it just part of it? Or do you start to go like, oh, Christ, I don't want to deal with this? Nah, man, I've been doing it so long that it's like I already know like where I should be at at one week. And if I'm not there, it, it fucks with you. Man. It, hurts, it, it makes your head, it makes you, it makes you think about that more than the fight. Right, when you look at guys like, uh, whether it's Whitaker or Gastelum, or you look at how amazing, I mean, DC had fought at heavyweight before, but now he's gone back up, how great he looked. Anthony Smith. Uh, Anthony Smith, right. Mm. Uh, you know, a guy that went up to, uh, to light heavyweight. It, it's it's got to make you feel like this is the right move to, to make. And you won't know until you're actually in there, but it has to make you feel like all these other guys are succeeding with it. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not doing it because I'm like trying to figure out my home. And I know, I know my home's at 155 pounds. I'm doing it because I, I want to stay active. You know, if I can, I go to 170 and I feel good and I have success, now I have two-way classes to play in and, and now I, I'm more active. Well, yeah, I mean, it does kind of keep you, if you can win a couple of fights at welterweight, it does keep you in contention with the belt. Because like you said, so many of these divisions are jammed up because there's so many possible fights. You don't, you don't want to be in a line of six people. You know, you'd rather be able to switch divisions and maybe hell, you have two guys ahead of you. Exactly, and I got Ben Askren coming over to the UFC. Tyron Woodley's the champ. You know, that's been both my teammates, so obviously mm. that's, that's something I take into consideration as well, too. Now, with Wonderboy, it really is... Uh, I'm still interested in you picking him, like, wanting this fight, because is it because of your background with the with all the tournament um, taekwondo and that you've done that you see 
you see like something in Wonder Boy that you could take advantage of? Because this is a guy that really a lot of people don't want to fight. They don't want to fight Wonder Boy. He's a hard a hard puzzle to figure out in there, and because he's given a lot of guys trouble. So yeah, I mean, I I I grew up where he's comfortable is where I live. You know, like he's comfortable at range. He keeps the range. We both adapted our styles to fight wrestlers. So that's how you see the the caution, you know, in our striking. But um, now now that that caution's out of there, so it's just a stand up war. And I, I want to go in there and, and test my stand up skills. I feel like I'm one of the best strikers in mixed martial arts. So does he, and we're gonna find out. And what do you think of uh, Woodley Usman? That is such an interesting matchup in the welterweight uh, division for the belt. What do you think of that? How do you see that going? Uh, man, obviously Woodley's my teammate, so I, I got Woodley back all day. Um, I think it's a, definitely a tough fight. I mean, after that fight with RDA, I know I know how good RDA is too. So uh, uh, every, everybody at the top is very competitive. It should be a good fight. And do you think Woodley? By oh, sorry, Matt. Do you think mm-hmm. Woodley? People gave him a lot of shit, whether it was for the uh, lack of strikes in the Damian Maya fight, but I thought he did a brilliant job of stuffing. I guess it was twenty six uh, takedowns. I, I think people kind of give him a, a, a hard time when they really shouldn't. Yeah, I mean, well, you fight like you fighting the best in the world. I mean, look, you can't fight. You have to take it. He has to take the, the 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 smart approach to all these fights, um, and I think uh, you know with his skill set, you know he's only getting better with his stand up. wrestling with good boxing like that, that's a tough skill set to beat. No, no, I was just going to ask. I don't, it's a stupid question. But I was just thinking about it. He's the, the champ. He's always there with you guys with Duke Rufus for his for his camps. Why is he still yeah. repping American Top Team? What the fuck is that about? I'm not sure. I don't. I don't know. He ta- he's in Milwaukee now, so I'm not yeah. sure what, he, what he's repping. Huh? Whatever, right. whatever gets him to whatever gets him to, to be the champ, man. I mean, it's true. Yeah, he, he's got to have to be selfish for that right now. He can't. He can't be yeah. thinking about you know. Yeah, no, he's got to carry that flag though for Duke Rufus. I'm with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm gonna yeah, tell Dan yeah. Lambert. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but he's always with. Dan. All I know is I don't see Dan Lambert in his corner. I see fucking Duke. Yeah, Duke. All Duke's right. a man. Hey, man. Look, uh, g- good luck. This is uh, you're fighting Wonder Boy. It's the main event, UFC Nashville, March the 23rd on uh, ESPN Plus. We love watching you fight, yeah, and man. Uh, I'm really looking forward to watching this, uh, seeing you at welterweight, and seeing how you uh, how you feel without that weight cut. So good luck, Anthony. It's always good talking to you. Yeah, Anthony. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, take care, man. Bye, take care, man. He's a good dude. Yeah, he's great. Hi, man. And that fight, guy. I'm really looking forward to. When I first heard about that, I'm like, is that fight going to happen? Are they going to make it? And they, yeah. I love the UFC for that reason. This is why a fucking and boxing is fun. I've said this a thousand times. I'm a broken record idiot. But the fucking boxing would make you wait six years for that fight. I totally agree. Fucking hey, Pettis goes on Twitter. Hey, Wonder Boy. Hey, let's fight. Okay. Yeah. Three months yeah. later, they're fucking fighting. I totally. I'm like, like, man. I'm a huge boxing fan. I think boxing boxing has a resurgence right now. But I, I wish they that would happen more. I wish sure. people would call each other out, knowing that that's the fight that'll give them each a name, and that, let's make that fight. I mean, the Wilder Fury. Um, I went to that fight, man. It was fun. Oh my god, it was so much fun. That, that was, but he's a he's an interesting character. That Fury. Fury is very. Interesting. I think he's a very interesting guy, and I think that has a lot to do with it. That fight with Anthony Pettis. Where where is that going to be again? In Nashville. Nashville. 
He's down there now. He said. Yeah, yeah. That's that's great. Why he's, is he there so early? Nashville. I don't know. Maybe he's just getting March twenty. Maybe he's like checking out a gym or something. Right. Or or doing doing press, press or something. Yeah. Oh, by the way, you know I'm going to be with Aljo in a week or so, so yes. I'm not going to be here that following. Yeah, yeah. We'll Monday. tell you. We'll, yeah, all right. We'll, well I like to talk about it. Well, because it's President's Day too, so we got to figure out scheduling. All right. Oh, I might be gone. I know. So we got to figure something Who's running the show? Well, it really is a clusterfuck. Well, people like us, and from talking to. The, the CM Punk earlier and when he's going to be um, what is he going to be like a uh, announcer for uh, an announcer yeah. and he said it's all in the preparation now I know why I suck at this job <laughs> you don't suck at I this gotta, job do I suck at this job no you don't no you're great man no you don't thanks guys how come this motherfucker's not saying a word what's the matter what <laughs> Alex isn't here every day uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, main event Robert Whitaker oh there we go what do you think man. oh man what does Gastelum do in his last two fights I mean I know Whitaker did a lot yeah, he did a lot. Yeah, Jimmy. well, he's coming off the the. I think it's a split decision over Jacare is his last one. That's correct. And then he knocked out Bisping yeah. the fight before that. God, Bisping just oh. He was, it's the left hand. He's south. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm I'm been. This is a t- this really is a very tough one. very fucking tough. I, I actually thought about. Ta- I was like going over this last night. I, I was going to write my picks. I almost thought about texting you guys to be like, do we even have to pick this? Like I don't even want to pick this. <laughs> yeah. like, so. like he's got such a left hand on him. Yeah. Uh, that if I was. If I was giving any advice to, to Whitaker, it'd be like, "Yo, make him beat you with the right. Anything from the right. You're well, circling I, away from that." Has 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 uh, Whitaker fought any lefties recently? That's a good point. Has he fought any southpaws? I mean, um, do we know? Wait, wait, what's Joel Romero? Yeah, is, isn't Joel? But he doesn't have the same kind of like. Right. It's not like he's a big. Well, no, that's not true at all. He does. He did fucking starch. Oh, uh, 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 Luke rock, Rockhold. rock, yeah. But it's different. Like he has that. He's almost ex- like a relaxed, and then a boom, he yeah. comes out of nowhere with right. his left. He is really fun to watch. But I love Gaston because he, he's. He, he, well. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I was he's about, um, totally. Oh, Gaston. But Kelvin with that. Kelvin, I know what you're saying. I love Kelvin. Like doubles up. He doubles up the jab. He goes to the body. He he, he mixes up really really yeah. well. I just I love the way he flows with his boxing. And I don't think I don't think he has he fought anybody with a boxing little bit of a boxing background. That's a southpaw. Uh, no, I yeah. mean and Noel sw- switches stance. Right. But he's, but he's but yes, right. He's obviously a wrestler more than that. Yeah, I could I could see that straight straight left, not the round uh, the overhand or anything. Over, maybe even the overhand, but the straight left going down the pipe could be a really big big turn for right. for Calvin. I think he's gonna find it in the second round. Yeah. That, I'm I'm saying it. You're taking okay. Calvin. In the I'm taking. It, I'm, I'm just take, saying it because I can go. Cal- I can, all day long. I can come up with scenarios for probably either guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just throwing that shit out there. Yeah, because I think he'll find that early and it, possibly he's explosive still early, and I don't think it's gonna be going to the floor. And I think that's what's going to happen. That's where his chance to win is, I think, if it's going to be early. early. I think the longer it goes, the more it benefits that's, Whitaker. That's not totally a bad agree. point. I do what do you think, think Alex? Yeah, I, th- I think I think uh, Calvin in, in the second on strikes. Okay. I Chris? really do. I think that's going to be... Um, uh, I, hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I wrote down Gastelum's second round knockout. There's just, I, think, I think Calvin's power is underrated. Mm-hmm. And yep. it's taking nothing away from Whitaker. He's taking all the shots totally. for Romero. Sure. Whitaker Jimmy, could definitely win. Jimmy feels like he's I, I holding think, I think all Gaslam the cards. might catch him early. And it's going to be inside a combination. I don't think it's going to be like an overhand. It's right. going to be kind of what he did to Bisbee. It's going to be like a, a hard shot in the middle of the combination. He draws you in with yeah. one and then, and then lands the, yeah. the counter. Yep. Okay. Wait. Jimmy, don't say it yet. Don't Jimmy. Do it. I want to hear it. I want to hear your answer. Who do you think is going to win? 
I have to shit. Come on, Jimmy. Come on, man. You, 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 can't we just... Oh, sorry. All right. I'm not going to do it anymore. Whitaker, fourth okay. round stoppage. Whoa. I knew it. I knew. That, was, that was my other... Thought. Whitaker yeah. is... The, a always, very underrated guy. Always covering his I know he is. <laughs> I know, except when it counts, when there's a man behind him. <laughs> now, I, I'll say this, that uh, Whitaker is, did 10... And I know Romero is a different fighter than Gaslam. But Romero is a tough... I'm so, I mean, uh, 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 Whitaker is a very tough, underrated fucker. And even though he's the champion, I still think he's underrated. Yeah. Whitaker, fourth round stoppage. Yeah, man. I could see either of those things happening. Yeah, yeah Jimmy yeah. likes to be different. And, and well, Jimmy likes to be different, but... Jimmy's always right. Jimmy. No, 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 no. What'd you say? I think you say daddy's always right. <laughs> <laughs> well, who is the, the leader? Is daddy in the lead? Uh, you are, yes. Yeah, well, daddy's in the lead. Uh, so Matt calls me daddy, so it's tough. That's, you, I, I was, you I was, I was daddy. like, am I not in the room anymore? What he the fuck's just, going he on here? He calls himself daddy, and he calls me something I'm not a big fan of. It's not Kamora <laughs> Savage. I enjoy that, because I am a savage. <laughs> what, is, what does he call you? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> he calls me eager houseboy. Oh, which my I even God. Like, fuck that. Oh, you know, fuck. Do I deserve that? No, you don't. No, You're a champ. He's to watch me fight out. Yeah, I do, He respects me. Yeah, I do, I don't see anything you've done ever. And no one does. <laughs> oh, fuck. Jimmy, I got a friend with Alex. Alex is back. He likes me. Sure he does. Let's be fucking honest. Alex. Who's I love big? it. I'm not much of a threat to Alex. Sure. Alex, exactly. Alex is taking the smart Exactly. <laughs> I right, listen. This this is so much fun. Yeah, Alex, um, what are you promoting? Are you promoting anything? Oh, yeah, yes. well, uh, we had the premiere last night. The uh, February 7th, Cold Pursuit opens up. And uh, so Oh, God, Liam Neeson's yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cold oh, my Pursuit. God. Have you talked to Liam since then? Or no? uh, we haven't talked about it since oh, then. It's okay. one of those. It's one of those. It's like, uh, it's none of my business, you know? Like, yeah. Let's just watch the movie. And so that's what we the did last night. It was fun, incidentally. It's, sure. it, it was really fun, man. What is it about? It, it, it's basically, it's like a dark comedy. It's got a yeah. mixture of Fargo kind of feel in there, like Home Brothers feel. And and it was really fun to shoot, man. It was it was like Liam Neeson, like you haven't seen him. Like, you know, he loves his revenge films. Sure. And he kills it. He does great in them. And this has a little bit of humor now you in see it, which is really fun. From. Walking around, looking outside a pub's window. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, fucking shit. games. Oh, but shit. I'll tell you, he's a... Uh, it's almost like he wasn't that guy before those Taken movies, and now he's like, there was one with him on a train. Yeah, this is exactly. going to be in theaters, or is this? Yeah, this is in theaters, oh, and this is like, it's basically Taken in the winter, basically, you know, with a little bit of humor. So it's, he, he kills it, though, and they don't, they don't screw around. He's and, so good. I mean, after oh, Schindler's man. List, anything he does. Oh, I mean, my God. He's just Maybe he's having fun with this. He's, What's that? He's he having is. Fun. Yeah, yeah that's he what is. It is. He is good at that stuff. I so, like the first Taken. Yeah, yeah, and it's, you know, so it, it's great to do that. And we start shooting season four of Van Helsing at the at the end of this month. So I'm totally stoked to Who, go back you, to that. What are you doing, Van Helsing? I play I play a vampire turned human. Uh, named Julius, and it's been a blast. And, the, yeah. and it, because of my boxing background, those guys were going, okay, well, let, well how can we put that in? And so in that, uh, season two, they threw in my backstory. I come from 1936, and so I was like in the ring. We did some cool ah, stuff. Awesome. That's great. And then my weapon, when I get turned to a human, um, my weapon was they made these wicked MMA gloves, but with massive bolts on the fists. So that was my thing of like. Are you serious? Is yeah, this on Netflix? It was, yeah, it's on Netflix. It is Great. on. I'm gonna check the. Wait, yeah, now, dude, it was it, super fun. Is the girl? Man. Is the girl Van Helsing? Yeah, she's. I see. I gotta click on this. I yeah, never yeah. looked on it yet. Yeah, Vanessa Van Helsing, and she she's the basically her. Her DNA it's, turns vampires 
Is it human. campy or is it like? Uh, is it? No, not really. I, gotta, I like dude, the camp gonna, too. Sometimes we throw some camp in there, but it's it's just it's just a fun ride and I'm the subversive message of you know basically what everyone's going through now. People are like left out because I I basically yeah. I'll give you a little spoiler, but I, I'm a vampire in the beginning of, in the first season, and she bites me, and now I become a human. But I remember everything that I did as a vampire. So there's this huge retribution that I have. to Oh wait, give if back. she bites you, she turns you from a vampire yeah, to yeah. that's weird. Her DNA. So wait, how thing is she goes around twist. biting vampires? Is it turn well, back to human? Well, that's the thing. So the vampires are going. I don't. I don't want to go back. I got everything right now. Right? The minorities are the humans, and then the, when you get turned into a human, it's like we got to get ourselves back. We got to get rid of all this. So sh- her, like the vampires want her as a weapon, and the humans want her as a weapon. So it's one of those things. Man. And now, are you conflicted being a human now, or do you? Like um, it, uh... Uh, I mean, I had a fucking blast as a vampire. I had a, I had a dog boy, dude. I had I had a throne and a and a little dude that was like a little dog boy on a leash. I was like, this is. That would be me and Jimmy. That would be my little vampire dog boys. I'd be like Jabba the Hutt. He'd be like Salacious Crumb. I'd be the fucking. I'm sorry. It's like a weird dream. Dude, and they were like, and they gave me this like massive brain. It was like, okay, so we want you to like squeeze in the brain. It was like the like a sponge thing. I'm like, this is awesome. I'm squeezing blood so in my mouth. Weird fucking show. I'm gonna watch yeah, this. Van it's, it's it was fun, man. And then getting turned into a human and and uh, and actually just you know having the retribution of trying to make it right. It's been a blast. And the biggest thing is, you know, I've I've, I've done quite a few things. This has been a blast. What season with is the this? Crew. This is where it's starting for four seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, this thing's got up. some legs. You gotta catch up. There's I, Three no, I'm gonna, man. That's the good thing about Netflix. You can literally just go on. I love that shit. Should we watch it right it. now? Let's let's put it on. <laughs> but I mean, if we start, we're gonna watch all three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank um, you, Alex. But, you're fun. You're a fun yeah, guy, man. man. Dude, I fucking in. love this. I, I would have remembered him, Chris the producer. <laughs> no, I know that's. Right. I like I him a lot. You're right. He's great. I, we love having him. Yeah, this Promise is great. Me, I don't know if you're ever in Long Island, New York, ever. Uh no, no, never. Not too bad. But no, what do we man. I would love to, man. Dude, I would love to come and roll. I know you mess around with Josh. But it's a, it's really an open invitation. I'm that. Where are you? Look, you're in LA. I'm, well, I'm in LA and Vancouver, and we shoot the show in Vancouver. If but I'm, I'm gonna, in LA. I'll give you my information. Please do, and uh, I'll get yours, whatever. And well, I'd love to just. Oh my god, that would be an honor. Because you be never an know, honor. it might just click. And you might be like, you know what? I could do some of this. Gentle lot. Forget you, Josh Burnett. And I'm like, <laughs> I like Josh. Too. Tell him I said hello. I will absolutely, absolutely. Awesome, man. Thank you, Alex, and thank you to Anthony Pettis, and thanks to CM Punk for calling in. What this a good time, a man. yes. Um, I guess we'll see you in a few days. I can't wait for this fight. Yeah, let's give the proper plug on that. So UFC Fight Pass prelim, 6.30 Eastern this Saturday, February the 9th. ESPN prelims, 8 p.m. Eastern. Pretty cool UFCs on ESPN. Yeah. Pay-per-view, 10 p.m. Eastern. Oh, pay-per-view. Yeah. Okay. So then 8 p.m. is the... All right, I got it. It's on ESPN. Awesome. When it comes out. All right, we'll see you in a couple days. Enjoy the fight. Thanks, boys. All right, now remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, radio.com slash UFC Unfiltered, or wherever you get your shows. Not my business. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, 
I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.